Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is. Monday, the 20th day of March. 2023. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. Hello, hello. There is Nelson. How are you? Uh, uh, a little stressed, but other than that, I'm fine. <laughs> Hope everyone had a had a great weekend. Before I forget, that would be rude. We just got uh, some mail. This is our first piece of mail here. Yeah, and all three of us got uh, lovely letters that you're about to describe here. Yeah. So, so where did the mail? come there's like no mail room yeah where'd you find it yeah, i just thought about that <laughs> like there's like nobody comes to work here on mondays and there's we don't have like a receptionist and there's no mail room there's i've no... never seen anything mailboxes or anything yeah where'd you find this stuff so it was actually handed to me by though you know kim the one that runs everything behind the scenes you mm. know like the chief in charge back there yeah she just goes oh by the way i've got mail for you guys and i go you're also running mail as well like what don't <laughs> what don't you do in the building here so the mail person goes directly to kim yeah yeah they just ring the bell and she gets it. I think everybody goes directly to Kim. Kim's the girl. I she hope they're pa- I hope they're paying her seven figures. Right. <laughs> she she does she does a lot. She's putting in some overtime. <laughs> so we got a, a nice card. Uh, these aren't cheap either. I mean, these oh, are thick. American greetings. I mean, these are like four fifty a piece. I mean, this is hear that? Yeah. That's, that's quality. That's 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 a hard cover right there. Uh from a Joey Schwinecki who's in public relations in Sacramento for very insp- uh, inspirational people, VIP. And it's the VIP Games, an all-volunteer nonprofit organization. So I stalked old Joey Schwinecki, and we have 23 friends in common on the old Facebook. Oh, wow, so that's it, a lot. Yeah, I know. So i got to meet up with him. That would be a good thing for uh, possibly the show to get involved in. You know, uh, I've done, uh, done that numerous times with – you know, Special Olympics and type of things, and mm-hmm. it's it's. You think you're having a bad day? Like I'm about to bitch about something right now. Yeah. It's like you go out there and you just look at some of these young men and women uh, and, and what they're able to achieve with their disability. I don't even like calling it a disability, um, but whatever it is that they have, and and they're they're doing such amazing things. So uh, that's good stuff. So we'll have to look into that. Now it's my turn to bitch and complain. Um, <laughs> here. I think okay, so just to just to get everybody on the on the same wavelength here, you know, this is our second week. We are new. We have traveled across the country to live in beautiful Sacramento, California. We're very happy here, but in that transition, we had to make some sacrifices. We did, and it's all part of the job. I'm not asking for a violin player or anything, but you know, we left our families, our children behind, and we have you know, houses and, you know, big boy stuff that's been left behind. Mm -hmm. In my case, you know, and I'm very excited. My wife and my daughter are coming out here on Friday, but I have five dogs that I miss as well. Or next Friday, I have five dogs that I miss. They're not going to be out here until June until after Ariel graduates from high school. 
But we have found a house that we love in Roseville. That I love. It, everybody loves. <laughs> We're all in love. Everybody yeah. loves it for different you reasons. Know that I love it. <laughs> and we close on said house next week. And our real estate agent that we had met a couple months prior when we were here, just top notch. Kelly's just an amazing, amazing woman. And, and, and life's good. So today, as we get close to the closing day, and if anybody that's closed on a house or purchased a property, you know what I'm talking about here. You try to get every all your ducks in a row before you get there. You know, you want to get the internet going, you want to get the power going, you want to get this going and that going and, and, and trash and all this kind of stuff. So you can have a smooth transition. Exactly, yeah. And that was another thing I, I, I was told. I, I keep saying I learned this, but I said this to someone... I think I said it Friday night when we were at Sky River Casino to somebody at the at the Ultimate Hold'em table, and they looked at me funny like, you picked your property based off of your power company? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was odd too, but I thought that's like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to fit in with everybody. And I was told that because we had found a house in El Dorado Hills that we loved. But I was I was I was then told I was like, Oh, you don't want to move there. So why not? They're like, oh, the power company. I was like, I don't, what's the power company? I don't even know what the power company is. They're like, well, the, you know, it's not the end of the world, but there's some other better situations. So they were te- based off of a power company is where we found this property. Yeah, but- and you told me that, so I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, that's how that's how horrible rumors get started in the world, right? <laughs> I can tell you, it's not a bad game of telephone because I was told the same thing. Like other people, I wasn't even talking about property, and they brought up the power company. <laughs> So my dilemma today as I was getting all these utilities, and there's only three of them. One of them was internet, which is muy importante. Yes, it is. That's real important for the, you know, in Spanish. <laughs> Just <laughs> in case you didn't know. It's so That's like way important. And, and, and I was told that there's only one provider out there. Not a problem. It's a big deal, big company. Seen it. Okay, let's go. So I called. I like to talk to people. Because I couldn't do it on the old interweb because it wouldn't take my information for some reason. And I talked to this guy and we get through it. He's trying to upsell. That's fine. That's his job. And we finally finalize the deal. Right? I give him my credit card with my $25 so he can ship off the equipment. And I put it together because that's the world we live in, which is fine. I'm not stupid. I can figure it out. <laughs> and then I just get blown up with text messages and emails from this company. And and they're like your your equipment's on the way. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. This these <laughs> talk about quick. That was fast. That is fast. They're sending my equipment, and then I look at the address, and they're sending it to Modesto. Oh my goodness. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> there's no like customer service number on the website. It's either do you want to do a live chat, or do you want to email us, or do you want to go into a forum, or do you want to send smoke signals, or do you want to tell a friend that might know somebody? You know, there's never a phone number anymore. I need to talk to somebody. So then I get back on the phone. I finally find I call well, I call back the number I called. And I go through four different people. 31 minutes and 29 seconds uh, throughout this whole process. No one can change an address. And you were so angry. At first, <laughs> I'm like, who is he talking to? And then I'm listening, and I turned the volume down on what I was listening to in my room, and he is just going crazy. I'm like, oh, my Oh, he was gosh. heated. He was heated. <laughs> what did they mess up? <laughs> I, I have a problem with someone asking me a question. I answer their question, and they don't hear my answer. It's it's the problem that I it's it's called the 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 subway theory. When you go to Subway, they always ask you 
everything that you went on the one on the sub at the beginning of the of the line. Right. But they yet still throughout everything throughout the line uh-huh. ask you if you want it again. Because they can't remember everything you wanted. Then don't ask me in the first place. <laughs> just 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 go down the line. Yeah, because you're not it's not like you're streamlining anything by asking it twice and then one at a time. Hey, cool. It it drives it drives me insane when people aren't listening. And so uh I come to find out when it's all said and done, it's really not this company's fault. It's really nobody's fault. But the property that I'm purchasing is identified by way and drive to different people and places for whatever reason. Like when you type it into Google, way or drive, it comes up the same. And that is, changes the city? No, Well, it, it, there's a way in Modesto, but if it were in Roseville, it would be a drive. Oh, right. okay. So I on paper, I, it's supposed to be the one way in one city and the one way in the other, but here in Roseville, both ways work. It's I don't know what to do. So now I'm worried at this closing next week if I'm buying the right house. <laughs> He's re-googling. Should you be a Modesto? <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be like one of the if you've seen Summer Rental with John Candy at the beginning, you know he gets the the hookup, uh, stay at the the beautiful condo on the beach for free. <laughs> In the middle of the night, the family show up, and he's like, I've got a lease for this place for two weeks. And he goes, you're supposed to stay at Beach Lane. This is Beach Drive. I want to move into this house, and somebody's going to knock on the door and be like, dude, what are you doing? Like, well, this is where I'm supposed to live. This is way. No, this is Drive. <laughs> Wrong house. So that's that's uh, that's my adventure for this week to figure out ways and drives and internet and see how that works out. Uh, Sky River Casino is a sponsor of the show. We can't thank them enough. It's a beautiful, beautiful facility in Elk Grove. If you haven't been out there and you like to gamble or have an amazing dinner at Steakhouse, was just off the charts. Awesome. Uh, Nelson and I were out there on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And we have a live broadcast. We'll be doing the show there this upcoming Friday from 3 until 7. We'll have Aftershock tickets available. That's all contingent on if they still want us out there. What? After what (laughs) happened Friday night, I don't know if Sky River Casino wants to, A, continue to sponsor the show, and B, want to see at least one of our faces come Friday at the live broadcast. And I'll explain that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Relax. Not right now. Uh, <laughs> here in about 30 minutes when we do Uber Smart, so like around 3.50-ish, if you want to get ready to rock and roll there, you can call in and uh, participate in the fun and games. We'll also have a pair of tickets, if not more, on Friday when we do the show at Sky River Casino in Elk Grove. Uh, actually, two general admission weekend passes. Uh, after Shock is October 5th through the 8th, Discovery Park, Sacramento, courtesy of Danny Wimmer presents, and your tickets are on sale if you don't win them from us for whatever reason, aftershockfestival.com. That's good. That is good. That's really good. And I'm excited once again to be out of the studio and meet some more people, uh, hopefully, if they still have us out there. And I'm going to explain why. <laughs> what did you guys do? <laughs> no, 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 no. What did you guys do? I don't go with y'all one time. No, 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 no. It's, it's not plural. It's not plural. It's, we were a team. No. <laughs> we no, were a team. We were a team. We, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't know you. <laughs> I want nothing to do with you. Oh, how quickly. How quickly a guy doesn't know your name anymore. So before I tell you what Nelson did, 
Spoiler alert. Maybe. Maybe it was me. <laughs> Let me explain something about Nelson as we all get to know each other a little bit better. Nelson is, I don't know, help me out here, Nikki. Give me some adjectives. He's a little... Loud. Well, he's loud, but he's high strung. Uh, nervous a lot. Very nervous. Always wants to make friends, but kind of nerdy in the way he does it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So That's he wants good. to, he like, he, it's the overkill. He's just like my son. He wants acceptance. Yeah. And he does it like, uh, I'll give you an example. We're, we're at the table. He's learning how to play and he's doing pretty well, right? Like he's, he caught on very quickly and we had a couple Damn adult me. beverages and, and then he starts trying to use the lingo. The poker lingo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he would turn. He would turn around. He's a big guy, right? So he's taking up some space at the table, some real estate. He turns around and he's just like, "Got them snowmen! Got the snowmen!" Well, I, I know got, that from golf. I got the snowmen. Like no one says that out loud. The bullets? Then you never say the bullets, huh? No, this that's nobody does that. All right. If you do, you're why like, tell me the name if you don't want me to say the name? So we're having a good time. And, I thought I was somebody. And, you know, we were winning money. You know, we, we weren't losing. Well, I was winning money. <laughs> Nelson wasn't losing a lot of money. You know? I get low, low, and then I jump back up. You saved the day for me one time. I uh, thank you for that. You pulled me right out of the gutter. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. And we met some great people. This dude, Marlon, from San Francisco. This other dude from Sacramento. And just it was a good table. And my two rules of gambling are, one, don't gamble if you don't have money to lose. Exactly. And two, if you're not having fun leave. at the table, leave. Yep. And that includes the dealer. And the dealers were awesome, amazing. That's it starts mm-hmm. at the dealer. The dealer gives and I'm a big, you know, believe in the universe, the universe will take care of you. You put out good vibes, good vibes come back, good things happen to good people. I buy into all that bathroom literature. This all sounds good, though. This sounds like you guys were having a blast. It was. Just stop the story right there. Up until 11.45. (laughs) We don't need to go any further. I think we're running out of time, actually. (laughs) Up until 11.45. And he's he's over-the-top excited because people are talking to him. They're they're, they're, like a puppy. He's just like, look at all my friends. He feels like he's in. Look at them. Look at Um, all of them go. They're talking to me, and we're, we're drinking drinks, and they're serving Lucky Lemon. And it's so much fun. I'm making, look at that. I made some money. And you know, then he's throwing money around like he's a baller. He's like, here's for you. It's a dollar. You know, here, that's for you. That's for you. Well, that's- they didn't have 50 cents. <laughs> like, you can only get them as low as a dollar. Here's the payoff he gets too excited. He knocks over his drink oh. on the table. Okay. No cup holder. I promise you, he's not the first person that's ever done it. Oh, my God. He's just the first person that's ever done it with me. Yeah. And it shuts the table down for 30 plus minutes. How did you react? I was embarrassed because this is the way he reacted versus just playing it off like, it happens, man. My bad, guys. I'm real sorry. That's all you have to do. Right. He overreacts. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Bailey, I am so sorry. That's accurate. Oh, my Marlin. I'm so sorry, Marlin. Oh, my God. I feel so good. Stupid GD, gosh darn Also <laughs> accurate. And so this Marlin guy that we've met, like we know him for three hours, maybe two. Love him. And he's he's like consoling him. Two men consoling each other. <laughs> yeah, hey, I got bro- his phone number. It's great. Hey bro, it's okay. Don't worry about it, man. You know, this stuff happens. You know. Like, what is happening right now? 
So he killed the entire synergy of the table. Oh, God. The, the good vibes and the buzz you know, that everybody was having came to a screeching halt. And I'll tell you why. It's not just that, he's, that, he, that he spilled a drink, because that's an accident. Right. It's the overreaction, which made everybody uncomfortable, awkward, and nervous. And then Marlon, the dude sitting next to him, gets angry at the pit boss because the pit boss wasn't working fast enough. So now we got negative juju in the air. Another dude comes over. Marlon puts him over, which now it's a team against the other dude. (laughs) Yeah. All while in the background. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. I'm so sorry. I tried to buy everybody at that table a drink. Not one person would buy a drink. Take the drink from me. We need to teach you to goose frabba, man. Just, yeah. just oh, no. let it go. It's it, it. Accidents happen, but it was. So then the table was a bust, and we left shortly after. And they, they there was two seats that they couldn't play because they were they were damp. Wait, yeah, okay. And Nelson, every time you mess up something, you don't have to buy stuff for people either. Sure, you do. That, buy, that you just buy their love back and keep it pushing. That's all you got to do. I mean, what could they do I'm to you? Never gonna financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about financially recover, but <laughs> so Sky River, we apologize, or so I apologize sorry. on behalf of you know the big bear I over there. I don't think you're apologizing like hard enough. It's more like, oh my god, Sky River, I'm sorry. But what has he been asking me, Nick? He's like, teach me how to gamble, teach me how to play poker. You exactly. you are not playing poker with me, by the way. You're not going to a poker. I've room, already lost out. You won't give me one more chance. No, 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 no. You can go to the casino just as long as you sit at another table. <laughs> I can't even I mean, sit I can't, at the same table as you at the casino. I can't stop you from going to Sky River and playing one of the many table games they have, <laughs> but you are banned from sitting with me. It's It was embarrassing, Nikki. I just, I don't know, Nelson. You have to find a way to just apologize for things and then just let it go. Because when you overreact to it, that's what brings more attention you. guys to you. think it's like I'm putting the show on like I'm overreacting. It's just I can't not do it. There's a friend of mine. You got to practice. She works for Disney, and she always says, let it go. She's very, oh, I walked right into go. that. I thought you had a real friend. Very cold. <laughs> She's got pointers all the time in front. Little ding-dings. <laughs> Can't hold you I can't even look at you anymore. It was, and then, the, and then the ride home. How what? was that? Was it awkwardly quiet. silent? He didn't say a word. Oh, so you got to pay a little up front to get a, a, a quiet ride home. You know what I mean? You had to you, suffer at the casino, but you got me quiet on the way home. Because he probably thought you were so upset with him, and he, he was, was scared, like a little kid scared yes. to talk with a mad parent. No, that's the thing. I was upset because he thought I was upset. <laughs> I just don't want to disappoint him. I, I, I was I was upset for the overreaction. Not that he spilled the drink. It happens. You're the only other man I've ever wanted to impress. I don't know why. Okay? I just do. That makes me uncomfortable. Who's the first man? My father. Oh, Bailey. No. Oh, I don't want to. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I can't believe I said it out loud. I didn't ask for that. I didn't sign up for this. I said, dude, you want a job in Sacramento? He said, yes. That's the extent of the relationship. Now, maybe I screwed up by getting an Airbnb for all of us to live uh-huh. together for three months, <laughs> yeah. but things are getting weird, and I don't Whoa. even know where our HR department is. I don't either. I know I took a very long training course on what not to do, and I promise you the things he's doing, you don't do. First round of headlines. Two big stories from today. Get learned. Nikki B, what do you got? I'm going to tell you the latest scare taking over the world and what Rick Allen had to say about his attack. All right. We'll get you that here momentarily. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for-
time for today's top two. Headlines. I don't feel like I need to do this, but because we are still new, I, I'm going to. I just got a complaint mm-hmm. on our Instagram at Listen to the BS on the last segment we did, and this young lady was saying how mean I was to Nelson. Oh. Just, just oh, hold on. Just to make sure we're all on the same page, it's a radio show. These are these. It's it's all in good fun. We're all friends. It's nothing personal. It's like just little ribbing. That's what mm-hmm. the fellas do, and that's just how this kind of works. It's all when it's said and done. Nobody hates each other. They're just jokes. I'm sorry if that was a little too much for you. If that's the case, it's going to be a very long journey. Uh, but that's- yeah, because also none of it was a lie. Like I wish I could be like, oh, he's just lying for the show. <laughs> it was real. No, he made that up for the show. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, that's the other thing. It was all true. Yeah, that's what hurts the N- most. None of it was false. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. Two big stories from today. Nikki D, go ahead, please. Robots may soon take over the world. H one. People should be happy that we're a little bit scared of this. I think people should be You're happy. a little bit scared. A little bit. Yeah, you personally. If I said I were not, you should either not trust me or be very unhappy I'm in this job. So the Alignment Research Center. Was he a robot? No, he's the one who started all this that you <laughs> were telling me the story about earlier. So <clears throat> they conducted a test where basically they had this AI get a human to say that he wasn't a robot. And so he was able to do that and get past that kacha with the two-step process yeah, by checking that he wasn't a robot. So now people are like, oh, my gosh, these ARs are about to take over the world. They're going to kill us all. It's, it's- oh, I agree with that. That's, that is what's going to happen. If, you, if you're looking for the end of the world scenario, it's this technology. Yeah. <sighs> you know, It's not the Internet. It's not trolls. It's not you know, uh, hate groups or any of that stuff. It, it's it's this because Robots. somebody's going to be tricked into doing something that they weren't normally going to do. Mm-hmm. And then the human error comes into play because AI is smarter than us. Well, and there's also uh, there's also like this theory. The reason everybody's worried about it is this theory states that once AI is as smart as us, then it will be smarter than us the next second and it will evolve exponentially. So it's like, think of, the Industrial Revolution, all of the time it took to get to there, mm-hmm. and then the difference between that and cars and that and computers and how much smaller and smaller and smaller, it'll do that like that, like a snap of a finger. And then you get uh, Elon Musk to throw some chips in her brains. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then some some robot's going to be running a Dell computer controlling all of us. Yes. I mean, that's it, it, it's just the Terminator, the movie in real life. It is. It's a lot of those movies in real life. I robot. Which yeah, which is crazy. It's like, well, okay. Hollywood sitting back going, "We told you. <laughs> We've been warning you. We've been warning you. You guys just say our movies suck, but this is actually real life scenario stuff. <laughs> it's very very scary. I mean, everybody, there's an excitement about it because, oh, look at that. I don't have to write a term paper. Oh, <laughs> look at that. I can get a job and just tell the computer to do something, mm-hmm. and it comes across. Uh, it's it freaks me out. It's freaking me out too now that I've read this story. It's not like a new social media platform. I just can't jump on the bandwagon no. of AI. It's no. just it's it's freaky. All right, second headline. Rick Allen's nine one one tape has been released. H two. I have a I have an individual who has been running around breaking windows and has beat up a a couple guests in the four seasons as well. 
So we've had an update from Rick Allen. We talked about last week how he was attacked by this 19-year-old and hit his head. He's come out now and he's finally spoke and he's thanking everybody for their prayers and well wishes. He said he's with his wife in a safe place and he's healing. And he's also asking for people to give a little bit of compassion and empathy to his attacker. So it seems like he's in good spirits and he's asking everybody else to not be so harsh. And for those that don't know who Rick Allen is. He's a drummer from Def Leppard. Okay, well, God, not everybody knows that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so he's he, he's the drum. They're not even <laughs> on tour. So I think this was just he was a victim of circumstance. No, I, another news source said that he, him, and Motley Crue performed that night. Oh, like they, they did. Performed down there. I went yes. to their website, and they're not. To, they don't tour until they go to the UK, like in May. Yeah, they do. They were doing some <laughs> show down in Fort Lauderdale. Oh well, I still don't think that he was targeted. I don't think this nineteen-year-old. Kid knows who he is. No, I don't no. think he does either. Because I, I saw a clip where they were asking him, and he just wouldn't answer. He kept walking. He's some just you know punk ass on spring break, and he got mm. drunk, and he was like, "I'm going to go take advantage of the guy with one arm." Yeah, that's, and he was vandalizing stuff. That's, so he was just being a fool. That's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. You know, which is another interesting thing. Like, do you think that there's a couple questions? Do you think that he would have targeted him if he had two arms? Yes, you do. Okay, do you think that he would have targeted him? If he were not smoking a cigarette. Now, that I'm not sure of because he may not have been able to, to hit him off guard. I think if it was just a dude standing outside, then he probably wouldn't have. There's just like a stigma, right? Of like, oh, I can take him because he's... Well, and he's not going to be able to run after you either. Why? Just because... Oh, because he's going to be gas. Yeah, because he's going to yeah. be gas from all the smoking. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think he knew... Who, not to not to say that he was right, I hope this kid, you know, his family's trying to fight him. It's like that whole law and order thing when they arrest the, you know, the prep school kids for uh, sexual yeah. assault. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but they have such a good background, and they're going to Harvard. They're going to Yale. You want to really ruin this kid's life? Look at the girl. She's a, a floozy. She's a, you know, right. she's a victim. She was asking for it. She was asking for it. You know, it's, it's one of those, his family saying, well, he's such a good kid. He plays rugby, and he plays football. And, and he, he get, assaulted an old man. And he, he attacks people. He gets good grades. Like, doesn't matter. All that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know what year we live in it doesn't ma- matter what you've done it matters what you did exactly. and what might do so he's done and then attacked a woman afterwards. that's what i'm saying not only a man he attacked a woman too so he might be a good kid but he made a very bad decision i just hope they take off the elder abuse that breaks my heart <laughs> he's still on there he's not elder he's rick allen from def leppard he's awesome and def leppard's awesome He's a a phenomenal human being. I did notice in the news um, stories, they won't say elder abuse. Nice. They're leaving it out. They're listening. (laughs) I've been going to every news affiliate in the country telling them to download the Odyssey app. (laughs) To listen to the BS on 98 Rock in Sacramento from 3 until 7. Don't say elder abuse. Don't say elder abuse for Rick Allen. (laughs) After Shock is going to be here, October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park. In Sacramento, courtesy of Danny Weimer Presents, would you like to go? Now's your chance to call and get the tickets. Aftershockfestival.com if you want to purchase them. If you want to play Uber Smart, 916-909-0985. We'll have some audio that Nelson went and grabbed from an Uber driver. All you have to do after meeting this Uberist is to yay or nay their answer. Simple stuff. Nikki D is going to help you out along the way. I am. And you get weekend passes to Aftershock, which is way cool. 916-909-0985. Need some players. We'll do Uber Smart here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. And the tickets that are up for grabs are weekend passes to Aftershock, October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park, Sacramento, 
courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents. If you want to purchase those tickets, AfterShockFestival.com, GNR, Pantera, Corn, Limp Biscuit. Uh, the list goes on and 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 on. All right, so let me get some players here. We got Emily in Elk Grove. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You sound like a reasonable woman. Can I ask you a question real quick before we start, please? <laughs> sure. Did you hear the whole thing with Nelson and the at Sky River Casino? No. Oh, okay. Well, then you're not a good person. To ask. <laughs> but if you did hear it, did you think it was too much? Sure. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, no. no, that's not the right answer. Okay, that's, 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 that's no. <laughs> he lets him laugh. Jason and Sack, how are you? How's it going, man? Good. I think I honestly think you are uh, you are being okay. That's how guys communicate with other guys. Thanks. Like girls, girls don't realize it, but guys, we put each other down. In reality, we're putting each other up. It's called ribbing. Mm-hmm. You know. It, it, I think it's called just um, you know, just giving you like a. Like like a dose of reality. Yeah, a big dose of it. Anyway, but, but, but we're really like you know we're like really being honest, but at the same time just trying yeah. to like build you up. You know, I got it. Right. How else am I going to learn? Really? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the, how that's, are you going to learn? How are you going to learn? That's the only way. All right, let's get to the game. All right, aftershock tickets. I know Jason, you're very intelligent. You want to continue to go on this, and I really want to hear you. But <laughs> I only got so much time, and I got to get these tickets out of my hand. And Emily seems like she's got somewhere to be. So just let's move forward. <laughs> Here's how the game works. It's called Uber Smart. Nelson, the great, amazing guy that he is. <laughs> Dial it back. He goes out and he, he takes an Uber ride. He pays like $20 or $30 each week to do this bid. And he talks to the Uber driver and asks him some very basic trivia questions. All is you have to do, Emily and Jason, when it's your turn, is yay or nay the answer. Will they get it right or will they get it wrong? Nikki D will help you out along the way. Pretty easy, right? Yeah. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Emily, you're going to go first. Now, remember, if you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, that point goes to your competition. Whoever has the most points, when time's up, we'll get the tickets for Aftershock. All right? Okay. See, that was good. That was good. Right. I explained it all very well, I thought. Easy, easy. Let's, uh, let's meet our Uberist, please. So, first off, what's your name? Raj, R-A-G. Where are you from? Born in India. And how long have you been here? Almost five years. And how do you like the state so far? This is wonderful land of the dreams. And so do you ever imagine you'll go back to India or are you here for good? Yeah, I visit still visit India every year. And do you have family here? Just me and my wife. Any plans for kids? Uh first we were decided to buy the house, then we we'll plan for the kids. <laughs> what is your uh, what's your favorite thing to do for fun with the wife? Uh, mostly we watch the comedy shows. Who's your favorite comedian? Kapil Sharma. There's an Indian guy and some few Americans too. Do you do anything besides drive for work? Yeah. I work for a little bit for the Microsoft. Have you met Bill Gates? Uh, Bill Gates? Not yet. I wish to. <laughs> All right. There we go. Nicely done. That is Raj from India. Five years in the United States. He visits occasionally back home. He just has a wife, no kids. He needs a house first. He loves comedy, especially this Indian guy. I didn't understand his name. And he works at Microsoft. Is Raj. Well, I know Raj, but the Indian comedian, he said. Oh, I don't know the Indian comedian. That's what I just said. See? You pay attention over there. <laughs> okay. Uh, KRXQ and KRXQ HD1, Sacramento. We're always free on the Odyssey app. It's 98 Rock. Thanks for listening. It's the BS and Uber Smart. Emily, you're up first. Here's the first question. Give me A1. 
Who was the woman famous for helping to free slaves on the Underground Railroad? All right. Who was the woman famous for helping to free slaves on the Underground Railroad? Emily and Nikki D. The answer, of course, is the great. Harriet Tubman. Of course, Harriet Tubman. Uh, but do we think Raj is going to know history, Emily? Mm, no. Emily, um, Raj, I'm, I'm, he's from India. I don't know if he knows a lot of American history. So I'm going to agree with you on this one and say nay. I don't think he's going to know this. Nay. All right. Locking that in, right, Emily? Yep. All right. Nay on Harriet the Great, Harriet Tubman, A2. Maybe the NGOs, some few. Mother Teresa. <laughs> no, it's actually Harriet Tubman. Okay, so he said Mother Teresa. It sounded like first he said the Indians. The then in- he said Mother Teresa. The Indians and Mother Teresa. Because yes. huh? <laughs> you can't have Mother Teresa without the Indians. Of course you can. I think she played third base. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emily, you're on the board. Nicely done. Way to go. Jason, you want to stay on par with Emily? Here's your question for Uber Smart B1. Due to superstition, many buildings were built without this number floor. Oh, good question. Due to superstition, many buildings were built without this number floor. Jason and Nikki D, the answer? Four. What? (laughs) I should hang up on both of you. Due to superstition, many buildings were built without this number floor. What's the number? That's why I I said six. Hold on. What, Jason? What, Jason? Emily, you're out of this, so hold on for a second. I know you're just like, what? uh, Jason, what did you say? It's either 13 or 4, but it's for Asians. Asians, It's 4, but for some reason, 13 for us, the U.S. Okay, okay, so you got me there. Why for Asians? It's 13 is the answer we're looking for. Oh, 13. But why for Asians, 4? That's interesting. I think it's a Japanese thing. I think Japanese, for some reason, they um, they skip the number four. So there's number, there's no number four. There's no no number fourteen. There's no number uh, forty. Learn something new every day. I never knew that either. That's why there's five letters in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're superstitious. They add at the end. Oh man. The, <laughs> this guy is He's alert. cracking up. All right. So do we think Raj, our Uberist, is going to know thirteen? Well, considering we were struggling in no 13, Jason, I don't know if Raj is going to know Side 13. note, Raj is not Asian. <laughs> yes, he is. He's Indian. Yeah. He's from India, though. That's in Asia. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Raj is not Japanese. No. How about that? I'm sorry. And so for both of you, it's Chinese. And the reason why number four is considered unlucky is because in Chinese, the word for the number four also sounds like the word for death. Oh, oh. this is the smartest show on the radio. Wrong. I was wrong. I okay, was wrong. need an answer. Let's go. I'm gonna say nay. 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 All right, Jason. Nay on thirteen. Let's find out. B two. Come on, Raj. Number thirteen. If I get a house or the apartment in, in the big building or maybe the office, I never took the thirteenth floor. Thirteen is absolutely oh right. I don't like thirteen. <laughs> I don't like thirteen. Come <laughs> oh all right, Emily, you're up 2-0, and the board is yours. You can take a big old lead with this next one, uh, C1. Here we go. 
This country has the highest number of red-haired people. Do you know what that country is? Emily, Nikki D., this country has the highest number of red-haired people. Which country would that be? Think about Ireland? it. Ireland? Yes. Very, Emily, you're a smart cookie. It's... <laughs> Did you know that, Nikki? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> they're, you know, pasty white, the red hair. It's like a leprechaun. They're redheaded. Oh, okay. I've never seen a leprechaun. Do you have never eaten Lucky Charms? <laughs> yeah. He's redheaded. It's not real. <laughs> what do you mean? It's Neither not are real. leprechauns. <laughs> Either is me eating fucking charms, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, so Ireland is what we're looking Ireland. for. Do you think that Raj will know Ireland, Emily? He just knew 13, so I think he might know Ireland. I don't, I kind of don't. I don't, um, no, I don't think so. All right. You go with what you, Nikki's yeah, just here. Good. And she Usually, I got to tell you, I've known her for a very long time. We've worked together a long She's usually wrong. She is not the smartest when it comes to these games. So... I'm saying yeah. All right. Well, Emily's saying nay, correct? Yeah. All right. Let's find correct. out. C2. It's close to the uh, Russia and Poland or maybe in the Europe somewhere. Maybe Estonia? I think so. A lot of redheads in Estonia. I think so. It's actually <laughs> Ireland. Oh, wow. I love it. You say oh, I love wow. it? I love it. I love it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I love it. Oh, wow. Oh, well. Oh, well. I love it. Oh, well. All right. Here's the deal. Jason, in order to stay in this game, you have to get this one correct. If you don't get yeah. this correct, Emily automatically wins the tickets for Aftershock. All right? Yeah. Pay yeah. very close attention. Uh, D1. Here we go. Do you know what a Rocky Mountain oyster is? No. First off, there's a margin of error here because that's not how you ask a question during a trivia game. Uh-huh. Because his answer is yes. Oh, yeah, right. I Yes. <laughs> We're looking for the answer of what a Rocky Mountain oyster is. So what is a Rocky Mountain oyster? Will he know? Do you know the answer? An uh, oyster that comes from Rocky Mountain. No. <laughs> What's, oh, is that like, does it have to do with beer? Deer? Oh, no. no, not a deer. Beer? No. You guys no, really don't know what it is? A Rocky Mountain oyster. Okay, it's an oyster with spinach and cheese on it. What did you do? What were you called in the Navy? A seaman. That should help you out. <laughs> it comes from the sea. It's a bull testicle. A bull testicle. Yeah. Is that not a California thing? But you knew what it was, right, just by the name or no? They're also called what? lamb fries. Lamb fries. Yes, I've heard it called that as well. Haven't you ever seen the movie Funny Farm with Chevy Chase when he goes into the diner and mm-hmm. beats the lamb fry record and he doesn't realize that they're <laughs> oh, bull testicles yes. or lamb testicles until afterwards? No, la- lamb fries are lamb testicles. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters are bull testicles. Yeah. Will Raj, our Uberist, know bull testicles? No way. Jason? We, we both, me and Nick, didn't know it, so there's no way. No way. No way. All right, let's find <laughs> out. No way on bull testicles, D2. Uh, I am vegetarian, so I never tried it, but I wish to be. Maybe pizza. <laughs> it's a bull testicle. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you are educating him big time. This guy's level of excitement is like at a three. <laughs> No wonder he hasn't had kids because his wife doesn't want to come home and give him the news knowing that he's not going to be excited about it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Bull testicles. Oh, oh boy. Wow. He thought it was a pizza. 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 Yeah. Okay, Jason, you're on the board. The problem is Emily gets this correct. She's going to win the tickets for Aftershock. So, Emily, uh, it's all in your hands right now. Uh, next one, E1. Here we go. 
What is the capital of Russia? Uh, what is the capital of Russia, <laughs> Emily? You know it? No. Nikki? <laughs> Moscow. Jason, be quiet. Moscow. Everybody has to stay Moscow. up because of all our buttons, but no, no, it's Moscow. Yes, Moscow. <laughs> I like to give clues, so just mind your manners. I'm too excited. They're going to pass out laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Moscow. Will Raj know? Will Raj know Moscow? He definitely will not know Moscow, Jason. I don't. I mean, Emily. I agree. Right. I agree with you on that. Okay, Jason. Are you high? Come on, Raj. Let's go, Raj. Oh We've got to figure out a way to do this because we get people like Jason who's on meds. or I don't know what's wrong with this guy. I'm trying to win. I feel like you're like on bath salts on a unicycle somewhere in Sacramento. <laughs> like, like we're in a unitard. I don't know. It's just that's the kind of guy you strike me as. With like what really with really good hair, by the way. I don't know. You seem like you got good hair. All right, Moscow. Uh, for the win, Emily, will Raj know Moscow? No. No. All right, let's find out. E2. I mean, 97 countries. Number one, U.S., India, Germany, New Zealand, Moscow, too. Uh, Moscow. Correct. Wow, he did yeah, know it. He got it right. Thank you, Rod. Jason is Rod. coming from behind. All right, we're coming up on the clock here. We've got two left. Jason, we're back in the situation. You get this right. You tie it up, and it's all up to Emily. If not, Emily's going to win the tickets for Aftershock. Next one for Uber Smart. For Jason, F1. A list of things that you want to do before you die is called what? A list of things that you want to do before you die is called what, Jason? A bucket list. Very good. Nicely done. Bucket list. But oh, the question is, will Raj know bucket list? He's been here five years. Oh, my goodness. Um... This is tough. I feel like he should, but I feel like it's a nay. Remember, they do have buckets in India. (laughs) They have that technology. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Come on, Raj. Oh, man. Uh, He can't hear you. It's pre-recorded. You're going yay or nay, Jason. (laughs) Should I go nay? I'm going nay with this one. Okay, I'm putting my hands on Nikki. Come on, Nikki. Okay. That's an HR issue. I just learned that on my training (laughs) lesson. (laughs) This guy, he's awesome. I'm going to take you home with me. They made a doll out of you. I'd oh buy 10. God, okay, so nay on bucket list. Here we go. F2. Oh, if I wish to, I want to see this whole world like a family. And I don't want to see this whole world being a war or something. I want to this, see this whole world. And which is personally my wish. This list. It's actually a bucket list. A wish list. Oh, he said a wish list. <laughs> I guess you know a list of things. A, a list of things that you'd want to do before you die is called a wish. It could be called a wish. It it's not be. called a wish list, but it could be uh, called a wish you know, list. It was a good guess for him. It was a very good guess, Emily. All right. Okay. It's all coming down to you right now. Right now, Jason is on his unicycle with Kabuki's going. Oh my god! Let's go. I want these tickets. Kabuki, Kabuki, Kabuki. All right. Well, Jason, you got it. You got a hush now. All right. Let Emily think. This is the last question for Uber Smart. Emily, you get it right, you win. If not, it all goes to Jason. Here we go. Pay attention. G1. What car company makes the Corolla? All right. Very simple. Emily, you know the answer? Toyota. Toyota, of course. Of course, it's Toyota. And I'm telling you, Emily, I feel like he's definitely going to know Toyota. I agree. He's going to know it. 
So I just love her laid back. She's like, I got. I was just like, jerking this dude around for seven <laughs> questions. Right. <laughs> like Nikki, I don't even need your help. I got this. <laughs> All right. So Toyota is the answer. Do you think Raj is going to know it for the win? Yay or nay? Yes. Yes. All right. Here we go. Let's find out. G2. Toyota. Toyota is absolutely correct. There we go. Say that with his chest. (laughs) Jason, brother man, you can call back again this week. We loved having you. You're hilarious. I'll be be there. I really want to go. All right. You're a good dude. All right, buddy. Well, we're going to let you go. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay. 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 I got to let you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to wake up at two in the morning. He's going to be next to me. I know it. (laughs) Yes, he is. You're like, dude, we got the same name. Let's snuggle, man. It's all about the spoon. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You want to get on my unicycle? (laughs) All right. Uh, Emily, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. We're trying to meet as many people as possible. So uh, thanks for doing that. You got two uh, general admission weekend passes for Aftershock. October 5th to the 8th, Discovery Park, Sacramento, courtesy of Danny Weimer Presents. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You hang on, and we'll get your information. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Thank you so much. And uh, for everybody else, we'll have these tickets all week long, about the same time. These other stupid little things on the radio for you. And then on Friday, we've got the live broadcast uh, at uh, Sky River Casino from 3 to 7. We'll have these tickets available for you to win there as well. Is this woman just a dumb criminal, or is she like the best girlfriend ever? I'll explain here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I guess it all depends on what your bar is or your tests if your significant other is in it to win it, right? You're ride or die for life. Yes. Like, what is it? Is it they offer you the last appetizer when there's an odd number? They uh, they always stick up for yourself? Do you maybe take jealousy as a compliment? Some people do, mm-hmm. right? I bring this up because of a story that happened over the weekend In Maine, there was a woman by the name of Megan Levitt, and she was arrested. Why was she arrested? Well, she made several calls to the police making fake claims about Walmart. She first called in (laughs) to report an explosive device at the store. Then she again called to report a man with a gun at the same Walmart. Both of these calls were hoaxes. Well, when the cops responded, she was easily tracked down because Dum Dum made both of the calls from her cell phone in an Uber. Where the Uber driver is hearing her. Uh-huh. On speakerphone. <laughs> oh, speakerphone. That's super dumb. That makes no sense like, at all. So she was actually ratted out by the Uber driver. Rightfully so. I mean, that's that's good work, sir. Uh, so why did she make these calls? Is she just crazy? Well, if you look at her mugshot, the answer to that is probably yes. But <laughs> nobody really takes a good mugshot, so you kind of yeah. there's a margin of error there. She made the calls because her boyfriend was across the street getting arrested at Dick's. And so she boy- wanted to be arrested with him. No, she was trying to, I think, distract. Like I guess in her mind, she thought, "Oh my God." My boyfriend's getting popped at Dick's, which is weird in an oxymoron <laughs> sense, I guess. And if I call the cops, the only police that are available are the ones on site. They're going to run across the street and take care of the bomb and the guy with the gun because it's more important than arresting this guy. <laughs> I guess, you know, if you're in the heat of the moment, it kind of makes sense. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> She's a keeper is what that is. 
She immediately went into attack mode. What's going to be bigger and badder than whatever's going on over at Dick's? It's a bomb threat. Boom, the bomb threat is in. In conclusion, they both went to jail. Exactly. Happy ending. <laughs> but I, I, I think, I, Nelson, I agree with you. Like, if if I were robbing a store and my wife saw me get, saw me get arrested and she called in a bomb threat with the idea of, I, you know, that's all I could think of at the moment. They're they're going to stop arresting you to go take care of the, the threat at Walmart across the street. You know what? Like I love you forever. That's the, that's the sweetest thing I think you could possibly do. That, well, who could possibly love you more than the person that's willing to do that? I can tell you who will love you more. The person that has enough sense to say one of us has to stay out of jail to bail the other one out. Love isn't about sense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're right. Love can be crazy. No. Yeah, we're the romantics in this Yeah. Room. No, yeah. you're the two people that are insane. I want my boyfriend to see me getting arrested and immediately have a plan to come and bail me out, not go with me to jail. But what if you could get away without having to, maybe they don't have any money. At times are tough. Mm-hmm. It's not like when the police go across the street, you're going to just run off. And I don't think she did it thinking she was going to jail. She thought she was getting him out and getting away with it scot-free. Well, well let's be honest. Neither of them thought they were going to jail. Like, criminals <laughs> don't think that way. That's why I've, I've always said, I've said this for decades, I've always wanted to start a hotline that is, uh, like, no strings attached, full and enemy, where people can call and talk to a live person before they commit a crime. So they can ask them. Be like, look, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I, like, this is not joke. Like, this is the God's honest truth. I've told this story a gazillion times, and I still have always oh wanted. I bring it up because I want somebody with a lot of money and connections to go, Dude, this is a really good idea. Let me fund this for you. We are close to where startups happen now, man. Now you've brought it to the right area to just put it out into the ether. Now, just if I could find a bank that's in business. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so they, they would call and they would say, like in this case, the guy would be like, look, man, I, I totally run out of Nike stuff and I'm going to go to Dick's and I need some new sweats. <laughs> Because I'm going to the courts and I got a ball and it's a little chilly and my sweat's ripped. You know, like what? Then you sit there and go, listen, bro, you know, it's it's not a good idea. Like the the win situation here isn't worth it. Give you the odds. I like that. The the sweatpants are, let's just say on the high end, $100. The chance of you getting caught, pretty good, right? Is it worth it? Now, if you were to say you're going to sneak in the back and go to the stock room and you're going to get a box of sweatpants... That would be a different conversation, but you're just stealing a pair of sweatpants. So your people are going to give them advice, and yeah. they're going to tell them a better way to commit the crime? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Well, if that's how you want to read that information, that's not how that person was saying that. They were just saying this would be a higher profit crime, not do this higher profit, or higher profit crime. Look, I come from the mean streets, so I know how these people work. <laughs> you come from no mean streets. So, I, it, like, back in back in the day, you know, I had to talk some reasoning to, to my fellows. And, and odds always play. You got to be on the same level so they get where you're coming from. So who are these people you're going to hire to work in this call center? Same people you hire for, like, you know, all these other hotline, you know, the suicide prevention hotline. Those people that work there, uh, not that I personally have used them, but I know people that have, and I've had actually people call me on the air that we've used them. Uh, They're phenomenal. They're extremely well-trained. I would have the same makeup as that type of call center. 
And it would be less emotionally taxing as the call center agent. Can you imagine some of the the calls they have to field? Now you're just fielding, dude, this is 5 to 10. If you bring a weapon, it's 10 to 20. Criminals know that they're going to go to jail. Like the one time that I went to jail, I knew I was going to jail. You don't have to call a hotline to know that. What did you go to jail for? Right. Because I didn't pay a ticket. And uh, When did this happen? Some years ago. Did I know you then? You didn't know me. Because I probably wouldn't have hired you for this job. (laughs) I don't work with convicts. How far back does that background check go? I left this. I left that life. I left that life behind me, Nikki. He saved, you know. I didn't pay a ticket. The police pulled me over, and at first I'm like, okay, but then he didn't get out of his car, and then a second police car pulled up, and I was on the phone with my friend, and I'm like, yeah, I'm probably gonna go to jail. So I knew that I need to call. But if you did, well, in that case, no. But if you would have called before and said, hey, look, should I pay this ticket? That's what this is before you get to that point. Mm-hmm. I bet you, like, if we had a CO or a parole officer, a PO that listened to the show and they were to ask their clients that question, I would bet a large chunk of money that ni- at least 90% of them, if not 100%, would say this is the most brilliant idea. And if I were to talk to somebody that would have talked some common sense, that's the thing. Nobody talks common sense, they don't give you the reality of what you're about to do. I can't agree with that right there. Now, now, that part I can't agree with. Now, if criminals are going to stop criminaling to call, that's your next question. What, I'm sorry? Yeah. Are criminals going to stop criminaling to call? Yeah, are they when I tell them not to do it? I'm just saying, in the midst of committing a crime, are they going to be like, oh, wait, let me call this hotline? No, no, first. they're not doing it while they're doing it. They're doing it while they're planning it. That's what I'm saying. So, are they going impl- to yeah. implement this into their planning? No, they're going to say, no, I'm not doing it because I just called the don't commit a crime hotline. And I just talked to this guy, Jason, and he said a pair of sweatpants is not worth it. All right, so now I'm going to go steal a case of them. Well, then he has to call me back, and I'd be like, (laughs) a case is not good. Now, if you're thinking about doing a whole truckload. Oh, see, there it is. That would be a different scenario. Thanks, don'tdocrime.com. You're the best. (laughs) (laughs) Like farmers only. (laughs) Hey, I was going to commit a crime, but instead I called 1-800-DON'T-DO-IT. 1-800-DON'T-DO-IT. Spelled all weird, by the way, because it's too many letters. Don't do it. I've been, I've been out of jail for five years now because of that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Top of Crime Hotline. <laughs> all right, second round of headlines. Two big stories from today. Get learned. Nikki D., what you got? I'm going to tell you what experts are now saying about COVID in the job Joe Exotic is running for in prison. All right. Thanks for being here. We'll get you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Time to get educated. Second round of headlines. Nikki D, please. COVID-19 could be coming to an end. H3. 2023 will mark three years since COVID-19 entered our lives, put us into lockdown and changed our reality. The World Health Organization, otherwise known as WHO, announced that we could see COVID-19 coming to an end the end of this year, 2023. Um, If you're asking why not now, why the end of the year? Because we still have about 5,000 deaths globally that's taking place, but those trends are ticking downwards. And so they're saying they'll be able to call off it being an emergency using the word pandemic. The end of this year, they're hoping that they'll be able to do that. I'm confused. I thought we were already past that, but that might be me jumping the gun. I know people are still getting COVID, 
and people are still suffering, as you just said. Right. Uh, and that's no laughing matter. But I expect it that there would be from whatever administration is in office that there'd be a party like we'd celebrate. You know, it's like the end, like the end of a war. You know, the end of a war, people parade and march in the streets and it's over. There's a ceasefire and all that stuff, you know, where we won and, and, and justice has been served and liberty and justice, Superman, woo, all that kind of stuff. Well, well the president does have a date that he's saying is ending and his date is May 11th. I hope year. he remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Joe, Joe, you said May 11th. You're gonna have this. Oh. He said May 11th. So I we'll joke see. about all of them, people. I'm not. I'm, I'm very. I'm very. I don't care. Political party, by the way. Uh, so that's that's good news. So it, it, is there like a criteria of it has to be under uh, like a certain amount of deaths before they can say that it's gone forever? Because it's going to be around forever. It's going to continue to mutate. And I hate to use the cliche. It's like the flu. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes and no, but. It, they didn't put out a specific number, like when it gets below 5,000 or 2,000, then we'll say it ends. They just want to see the trend continue to go down and the numbers decrease. And I guess when they get to a comfortable number, they'll call it off. Well, when that day comes, people should celebrate. I think they and they should. should have a party, whether you're a believer or not. It should be just a, another way for us to get together. It should be a national holiday and we should have like COVID-19 death day and we all get together and celebrate it. I wouldn't call it that, though. Yeah, that's a bad move. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Poor choice of words. I apologize. <laughs> All right, next one. Joe Exotic isn't giving up on politics. H4. Today, Nelson, please. Skunks are known as a small black and white animal with a strong, machine I loaded in H4. Give me a second. I've loaded it in twice today and it said the wrong file. Never no, mind. No, no, no. It's okay. Just go. Um, Joe Exotic, we all know him from Tiger King, and right now he's currently in prison. And he has once again thrown his hat in the ring. He's going to run for president 2024. Now, you might be asking, how's he running from president in prison? Well, it's not illegal. You can run from president in prison, but uh, some people that are, are in political offices are saying he's a joke. Nobody's going to take him serious. <laughs> you need somebody uh, to tell you that. Concentrate on your health and being in prison and, and lead the politics up to us. He ran in, what, 2000? 2018. 2018. Yeah. That's when uh, I interviewed him. Exactly. And he was this dude with tigers and glitz and glitter. And everybody's like, is he serious? But he was on the ballot. And he was fun then, right? He was. And then that damn reality or that Netflix show came out. And yeah. then the truth came out about the guy. And I, and I and I got to know Jeff Lowe fairly well. Like that's who he goes after in the audio um, that Nelson didn't get. They hate play. each other. <laughs> they do. <laughs> if you if you ever want to hear somebody just rip Joe Exotic apart, I'll get Jeff on. This dude is. There's so much heat between those two. It's not even. We ran in. So a buddy of ours, a good buddy of ours, he lives in uh, Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Yes. And we were down there, and we're just walking on that main strip, and we see Jeff Lowe. And his wife and their child. And he's dressed, it's it's hot. And he's wearing like his affliction stuff and his leather jacket. And just like the gimmick he had on the Netflix show. So I was like, well, you know, you can't walk down the street and play to Carmen, Mexico without saying hi to Jeff Lowe. So I go over and we just start chatting it up. He gives me his number and then he blows up my phone that night wanting to get a drink. He's not been overrun by people in the media at that point, like trying to get his information? He's the, he you know, whether he's, honest or not i don't he's the nicest he was the, he's the nicest guy to me i've kept in contact with him oh wow i didn't know y'all were friends i know you ran into him we're not friends we are buddies. it's a business probably relationship <laughs> but he's opening up his tiger park down there 
And I said, well, how are you getting away with this? I was about to say, are the rules different? Well, the brother of the Mexican president is helping him. Oh, wow. It's all sketched down there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but there's that tiger place on the strip that he owns, you know, where you can rent to go play with the tigers. Still? Yeah. After all of this, you can still get a hold of a tiger. It's in Mexico, man. It's, oh, wow. All right. Rules, yeah. are, rules are a little bit different. Yeah. Different over there. All right. Uh, let's see how much you want to do some radio fun and games and participate. Uh, I do have a question for you with a story to back it up. And when you hear the story, your mind is going to be blown. This just doesn't happen every day. Uh, unfortunately, it happened to Nikki D last night. I knew I should have went to Walmart with you. I <gasps> knew I should have went to Walmart with you. Nothing good ever happens at Walmart, by ever. the way. Uh, the question is for you, what is something you cannot unsee? Something that happened in your life that you've seen and you cannot unsee it. Off the top of my head, I could probably throw out five different things. Uh, what is yours? 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. We'll take your phone calls and wait till you hear what happened to Nikki D coming back from Walmart last night. Let's just tell, let me just tell you this. She was late because she had to talk to the cops. All right. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Just a reminder, this Friday, if uh, you're looking to do something going into the weekend, uh, we'll take the show to Sky River Casino in Elk Grove from 3 until 7. The BS, the Bailey Show, will be out there broadcasting uh, with 98 Rock and all the goodies that come along with it. As we saw last week, just a tremendous job from our coworkers, and we do really nothing they're the they're the rock stars. Uh, I've never worked with such a great group of people, which makes you uh, the listener feel great when you come out. Uh, so always good stuff to give to you. We'll have the BS tumblers. Uh, we'll have passes to aftershock uh, if you're interested, and probably some more stuff to give out as well. And then plus we're going to eat some food, amazing food, and uh, we're going to have some drinks, some adult beverages, and we're going to gamble. Yes, a lot. And Nelson won't get kicked out. And I'm going to continue. So we have a friend. <laughs> at, yeah. Well, he didn't get kicked. Let's make that clear. He didn't get kicked out. He just. I was, I was and, asked to leave the table. He was asked to leave the table just because the spot wasn't available. Not the building. If you missed the three o'clock hour, he spilled a drink and it was very embarrassing. <laughs> but we have a friend over there, Debbie. And we saw her when we were out there Friday night. And oh, I said, nice. I said, who do I need to speak with to petition to get Mississippi stud in the casino. Oh, what did she say? <laughs> there's a woman that I, there's actually a lady that I need to talk to. Oh, She's really? supposed to connect me. Okay. And I was like, well, do I need to go out and, you know, get a thousand signatures dressed as a chicken or wh whatever I need to do? Uh, you'll see me on a daily basis if you have Mississippi stud. It'll be like 28 minutes from my house. Why do I feel it's me that's in the chicken costume? It yeah. could be you. It's gonna be me. I'm not. I'm not above it. I, I, if I if that's the only way, I'll do anything to get Mississippi Stud at Sky River Casino. <laughs> I'll do absolutely anything. <laughs> Nonetheless, they've got great games uh, uh, outside of that. So, uh, is there something you cannot unsee? Something that happened in your life you can't unsee? Maybe you saw your as a kid your mother naked. You saw your grandfather naked. Your first set of boobs was your mom. You know whatever the case may be. Those things usually are things that you can't unsee in a haha funny way. Right. What happened to Nikki D last night, and if you do have something, again, here's your number, 916-909-0985. What happened to Nikki D last night, she's been talking about ever since, and using the words, I just keep seeing it, which means that you cannot unsee it. Uh, and she went to Walmart and asked me to go, and I wish I, I kind of wish I would have gone 
I went to Walmart. I don't know if I'd want to see this. Would you like to explain what you saw? You definitely won't want to see this. I went to Walmart three times yesterday on trip number three. This is my very last time going to Walmart. I'm coming back. It's kind of raining. The rain had let up some, but still the streets are slippery. I'm sitting at the stoplight, literally getting ready to turn into the complex where we live. And out of nowhere, I see this kid come across traffic in front of my car, and I see him going into oncoming traffic. And if you've ever seen before, like, somebody almost looked like something's going to happen or something's flying, normally I can close my eyes real tight, and I just say the word no, and when I open them, whatever I'm looking at doesn't happen. Well, in this case, I see this kid going in front of the car. I close my eyes. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Next thing I know, he literally gets hit by a car. And I've never witnessed anything like this before in my entire life. And I just start screaming. And I'm shaking. And I'm sitting there. And and after the car hit him, he lands right in front of my car. Like his his shoes fly off. You see the, the blood splatter. His bike slides across into the car next to mine. And I literally have no idea what to do. We always talk about what we would do in scenarios. But listen, when stuff like this actually happens, you're going to be frozen because I was just frozen and I was just screaming. So she does do something, by the way, Nelson. Would you like to guess in that situation what she does? There's a person that was just hit by a car, flown off their bike, thrown off their bike, laying in the street. And what does she do? immediately puts her car into park and then runs to the side of the individual. No, she calls me. (laughs) You were a firefighter. Listen, I have never seen anything like this. And believe it or not, I can't do gruesome stuff. So I didn't want to see anything broken, hanging off. I, I, I couldn't do it. And he, Jason wasn't the first person I called. He was the second person I called. That's even worse. I did call. <laughs> I did. I called, dude, I called Uber Eats. I was like, I, I'm starving. And there's no way I'm going to be able to stop after this. No. I actually did call 911. I did call 911. Even though their 911 center here is, is kind of janky because when I called, somebody picked up, but they didn't say anything. So I'm just kind of screaming like, hello, hello, hello. And then the lady's like, ma'am, calm down. I'm like, you're not even asking me what's my emergency. And she's like, well, what's your emergency? And I'm like, you know, this kid just got hit by a car. She's like, well, where are you? And so I'm telling her, she's like, "Um, did he get hit by a white Toyota? I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, we already got the report. Thanks. And she hangs up. Is that your white voice? Uh, that's the operator voice. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it sounds like, like a white voice And if me. you had to guess... <laughs> If you had to guess, what would they mark down when they fill out the race box on I mean, their uh, application? She could have been white, but she was an I one operator, okay? <laughs> and so I'm just like, well, she doesn't care. So now I don't know what to do because she hung up on me. So I called Jason. I'm like, what do I do now? Well, she goes, so she goes, what do what do I do? And I'm like, well, is the guy okay? No idea. And I think by that time you you realized he was okay because after he got hit. He laid there for a second, and then another car was coming from the opposite direction. I thought he was going to get hit a second time. I couldn't take it. Luckily, he just jumps up and runs across the street, and then he just collapses. Just a flesh wound. All's good here. (laughs) Nothing to see here. He collapses. I I, I am going to charge somebody for a new mongoose, but other than that, (laughs) it's just a flesh wound. KRXQ and KRXQ uh, HD1 Sacramento. We're always free on the Odyssey app. We are 98 Rockets, the BS. (laughs) 
The Bailey Show, thanks for being here. I told you, I think one of the questions you asked me, Nikki D, was, uh, can I leave? Yeah. And I said, no, you can't. Have you talked to law enforcement? She says, no. Nope. You cannot leave the scene of a crime. It's illegal. And she goes, oh, so I got to stay here? I'm like, this poor dude just got hit by, you know, whatever. Somebody's at fault. Someone. I don't know who's at fault. But you have to give your statement. So I'm waiting up for her because I'm worried about her. You know, I mean, she she was she was sweating bullets, right? She was, I was. She was real upset. So she comes home and, and I go out and I, are you okay? Are you okay? And she goes, yeah, glad I waited. What does that mean? <laughs> Tried to tell the cops everything. They didn't want to hear it. They're like, we got it. You can leave. <laughs> they didn't want my statement. And the lady's statement that they took, I don't feel like... Her statement was was accurate. I don't. Were you eavesdropping on the statement? I was standing right. It was three of us who were giving statements, right? Now, it's cold if they got close enough that you could hear the other woman's statement, that yeah. they wouldn't at least take your statement. Maybe no. you don't have to stay after the follow-up. It's probably because she made fun of the operator. When no. She was like, I just called 911. She was like, nee, 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 nee. No, so they took the, the one lady's um, statement. She said that the lady ran a red light, which I do not believe she ran a red light. Their their side was going. And then she also said that the lady was speeding. I don't. I can't say she was speeding either. Like, I felt like she was probably doing the speed limit. Now, she hit him going hard. But the thing I didn't like about it is she waited until the woman who hit him walked away. And then she told the cop, oh, by the way, I just want to tell you real quick, um, she ran that red light. You know, I don't want to say why she was standing here, but I feel like you <laughs> why should not? know. Well, the, the, I know the bike rules, laws are a lot different in California than other states. There's a lot more liberties that I believe are given to the bicyclists. I could be wrong. But what I've seen so far, I mean, they 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 run the road. They have a bike and, lane, but this is what she lied about. She told the police that he was on the crosswalk. He was not on the crosswalk. So if you're the, the, now, tell me if I'm wrong. But from what I know, is that if you're on the crosswalk, you're clear. But if you're not, then you're, you're jaywalking. You're you're it's you're automatically at fault. Like that's the big difference between. You know, being charged with something is like, mm-hmm. well, did they follow the rules of the road? Did they you know, wait for the white hand? And were they on the crosswalk? And if this person was not, because what, where, this, where this happened is right out in front of our Airbnb in Roseville. And uh, I, I've seen it a million times. Like, there's not a lot of streetlights. And people are running across the street. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, just It's like Frogger, suicide Frogger. Oh. There was absolutely nothing that woman could have did to avoid hitting him. It's like it's like watching a fly come to your light when they're coming to the light. That's what he did. He literally came across our cars, which weren't moving, and ran right into that lady's car. There was nothing she could have done. Oh. So I really wanted to give my statement because the lady who gave her statement, I felt like she was biased because she said that she had been in a wreck some weeks previous and she had been hit, and she was still a little scorned from her wreck. But he lived. Yes. Did he, he was, go to the hospital? Yes, they had to put him on a stretcher. He had some injuries. I, I could see that there was definitely something wrong was with his Was he wearing head. a helmet? He did not have on a helmet, so there was a lot of blood coming from his head. Oh. He flipped out of his shoes. I think something was definitely wrong with one of his uh, ankles. Um, so they did take him to the hospital. I've seen I've seen a guy get hit uh, by a car with a bike before, and the exact same thing happened. They just jumped up. It was the craziest thing. It's adrenaline. The, yeah, there were there was a guy that was there was a intersection, and uh, the guy was just tr- I guess trying to beat across. I, mean, I don't know if he saw the car or not. Uh-huh. And he had earbuds in. And I remember this. He was young guy, good shape, no shirt on, 
and he jetted across the intersection, just one mm. of the lanes. And this car just, I mean, it was perfect timing, just nails this dude. Ugh, the, that's all I keep seeing. The guy hits the the hood, Ugh. dents the hood, rolls up, hits the windshield. The window oh. windshield mm. shatters a little bit, rolls up on the car, falls off to the side of the car, jumps up, grabs his earbuds, gets back on his bike, waves to the car and says, I'm good, thanks, and drives off. Whoa. No, bud. After that day, I went out and got a, that's why I'm such a big dash cam guy. I got a dash cam the next day. Yeah, Because I wanted that. That's why I tell you guys to get the dash cam so you can get all the stuff on uh, video. Because the front of her car was tore up. Like, she hit him hard. It's just, I, I, not only can I keep seeing it, I keep hearing the impact, like, oh. boom, boom. And I'm telling you, when I got home, I didn't even come in the house right away. Like, I sat outside for at least 10, 15 minutes just crying. Like, I was sobbing uncontrollably because I literally just watched somebody else's life flash before my eyes. You know how they say you see your own life? I watched Mm -hmm. somebody else's life, and that just bugged me out. And she cared so much, she just wanted to go home without giving a statement. Uh No, I just, (laughs) there was no way for me to get across the track. Did you also hear earlier in the story, she did not do anything to help prevent the second accident that could have happened. She said, well, then I saw a car was coming. Did you open the door and wave at them and say, hey, don't hit that guy. There's a guy in the street. Put flares in the road, some orange cones. I don't know what y'all want to Take your jacket off your shirt off if need be this is a medical situation put it under his head put those girls to work you know i did the best i could i hope to god while we're living together for the next month or so at this airbnb nothing happens to me or nelson she's gonna call the other one of us and go what do i do well watch us die i guess do i have to stick around nelson's choking on a celery stick Uh uh-huh well there's the you know that's a uh, falsity right there. I'm sorry. Chicken bone. Stick. There you go. <laughs> An entire steak. <laughs> I know how to do the Heimlich. Never done it before, but I feel like I could call 911 and try to do the Heimlich. What would you have done, Nelson? In that situation, yeah. immediately I'm jumping out of the car to go make sure that the guy is okay. And, if and, he's, and, and if to he's... put myself in the way of any cars that are coming because I take up a lot of space. So you can get hit too. No, Listen, directing traffic. Yeah, I'm. What oh. I'm saying is, he's laying on the ground, so he has no shot of being picked up uh, visually by a car that's coming through that lane. But me, six two, wide, wide berth. I give a wide berth. You're gonna swerve to miss me. And if lights hit his belly, if his shirt's off, it's totally like, reflect. It's like a light tower, it's like uh-huh. Aquaman. Yeah. His dad, you know the thing he lived in. Yes, yeah. light tower. <laughs> Listen, it's easy to say what, you, what you're going to do. It. The only person who got out of their car was a man, and he got out and moved the bike. Mm. And and me and the other lady, who we were next to each other, we eventually got out, but we didn't jump out right away. You're stunned. No, you're, you're not, you should not be stunned. How are you going to tell me I shouldn't look, be stunned? I've been in this scenario, well, twice, but once the dude got up, one other time it was a bicyclist who flipped on his own, mm. and he went into convulsions. And I, you know, went and I put my jacket under his head and, you know, I think I gave him my wallet to bite on because he starts freaking out. It's stuff I see on TV. What? I didn't do that. It's a true story. Swear to God. And then called the 911. The ambulance came. Dude was with his son. And it's oh. totally true story. Now, I will give you when you're in a, you know, certain situations and you don't know what to do. It's, it's freaky. And, it is. And I go back to when my daughter's friend died on vacation with right. us and she she drowned every summer we go to atlantis in the bahamas uh not this summer but we usually go down there and they went snorkeling 
and she flipped out and she got water in her mask and she starts to panic. She sucks up a big thing of water and she's out. And my daughter and her friend are in the, in the, in this cove area asking for help. Nobody's helping. Like nobody is helping them. And she was, you know, they're trying to help her, but she's panicking so much. She's drowning them. Right. right. I mean, we're talking grown teenagers, like almost adults. So this should not have happened. Mm-hmm. It's just a freak accident. Next thing I, I'm hearing, help me, help me, help me. And I'm running down going like, shark? No, it can't be a shark because we're in a cove. And I'm blurry because I had just waken, woken up. Uh-huh. And I see a group of people carrying this lifeless girl out of the water. Oh. And it was, it was our, she was like a daughter to us. Right. Oh, and my goodness. I don't know CPR. So thank God. I mean, I literally just dropped down to my knees and prayed to the good Lord. I really, that's all I could do. That is it, all I could do. Because there was nothing else in that. There's nothing else I could do. Whether you believe or not, a situation like that will make you a believer right quick. Exactly. And, yeah. you, and the next thing that happens is a doctor was vacationing on the beach and comes over and saves her life. Oh, jeez. And it ain't like the movies, friends. Oh. No. They don't just start spitting up water and they get up and party. Jason. It takes a minute. I didn't know that this was. Oh my God! So she's okay? No, oh, yeah, she's fine. She got hit by a car last night. No, I'm just <laughs> no, kidding. She did it. Oh my God! <laughs> that was, they have a breakdown over there. No, no, no. I can't take this roller coaster of emotions. He said she died. Yeah, so she did. In my head, but in my head, I followed. I go, oh my God! This guy's about to tell us the most. Wow, you we're can about call to me get Jason. Real. No, <laughs> she no the the one that she checked. She took her pulse and she says no pulse, not breathing. Oh my God! And then she, you know, she does CPR, leans over her side, and she starts convulsing and foaming and starts spitting up the water. Good sign. Yes. Now, the 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 after part. The app. Sorry to rip off your story. I mean, no, it's fine. I, I, I saw you, you know, getting freaky over there. But so the, <laughs> the after effects of the story. If if you ever need to go to the hospital, if you're in Nassau, Bahamas, there's two different hospitals. Don't go to the government-run hospital. And always get travel insurance. What's wrong with the government one? If you want to die, go there. They'll, oh. They won't. They'll, you check in on Monday. They'll see you Thursday. Janky. Oh. And it, like the locals know that. So the uh, the the government run is expensive, but you'll mm-hmm. get treatment. And if you have travel insurance, you'll get paid back. In which, thank God, I did because when we went and checked in, they come to me and they say a minimum three nights. It's twenty thousand dollars. We take Amex in cash. We so take him. Well, that's nice of you. It's <laughs> like Jesus, but I got paid all back from the travel insurance and three times points because he did it while he was on vacation. Needless to say, and that was on my wife's birthday too. By the way, happy birthday! Yeah. God, it was. But, but that's something too. Like you were saying, you're never going to get that out of your mind. Can't unsee it. Ugh. Never, never will I be able to see Tatiana's fit, lifeless body being dragged out of the water. Right. It's it was. Say. It was the. You know, I, I tell the story as much as I can mm-hmm. so I can move forward. But when I s- first start telling that story, like afterwards, I would I would tear up. Yes. Oh God, yes. It, yes. It, it, was, it was that emotional. You're human. I couldn't do anything. I, you know, now, Nikki could have done something. I couldn't do yes. anything either. There was nothing I could do at you that You could have gotten out of the car shocked. to at least ever- see if they were alive. I was I mean, scared. that's the nicest thing. I, I hope I don't ever get hit by a car. I was scared. In front of you. <laughs> I'm scared. I never seen nobody get by a car. I'll come give you mouth to mouth, and I take it with tongue. Ooh. I wouldn't have done that. You'd be lucky to kiss me. You wouldn't have if that's the only way to save that person. You wouldn't have given them mouth to mouth. In that moment, I can tell you, I wouldn't. I was too shaken up. I was too rattled. I, I couldn't do nothing. Let me ask you. In tears. Let me ask you an honest question. Do looks come into play with giving mouth to mouth? 
No, that was just a stranger <laughs> with blood. That's all I saw. I don't care what he looked like. All right. So he was a four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He wasn't on any of my apps. Uh, 916-909-0985. If you'd like to continue this conversation, there's a story regarding a generation of young people spring breaking right now. And you know you got problems with your generation when this happens. I'll tell you what that is here momentarily. It's the BS on 98 Rock. That's awesome. I love Billy Idol. Way cool. Here's Chloe and Sack. Chloe, you're on with the BS. It's 98 Rock. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for your participation. So I'm being told that uh, you have a very similar situation than what happened to Nikki D last night where she saw this guy got hit while he was on his bicycle. Actually, it's similar, but um, but I was working on a film set with one of my best friends, and, and we're both grips. Um, we were down in Bakersfield. It was like 108, 110 working, you know, mm-hmm. midsummer. Um, he, we're putting equipment away and he goes into this seizure mm. and he made this sound before he started seizing. And I thought he was just joking around. I was like, come on, Connor, stop. And, and I look over and he starts seizing and I'm like, Oh, capital F. Uh, okay. <laughs> what what do, you, do I do? Yeah. So what do you do? I immediately... I immediately um, grab his head, turn him on his side, and like, shove my finger in his mouth. And luckily, didn't let my finger off. Oh! But um, I don't think you're supposed to put your finger in his mouth. No, I think you're supposed know, to put like I, bark or a wallet or something leather, like a belt. Well, but it was like you're trying to fish the tongue out, right? So it's like, isn't that the thing? Also, though, you're supposed to prevent them from like the tongue falling back into the back of their mouth. Exactly, exactly. But it was more of like the bottom of my thumb, so it was like a meteor part, not just like a finger. But um, but my phone was dead, didn't have a radio, so there was nothing I could do but um, just hold his head and put my finger in his mouth or my thumb in his mouth and, and start screaming for help. And eventually help came, and um, now he's okay. But oh, okay, so I was it, like, uh, this is going to be a real bummer of a conversation if it ends poorly. <laughs> so thank God this, this guy's okay, right? He's, he's good now, and I get on him all the time, like, how much water are you drinking? What, what was um, wrong with him? Is he epileptic or something? No, I think it was just a combination of really long hours and mm. the, the heat and being grips and just, you know, strenuous work. And uh, Okay, well, now that that's, yeah. okay, this uh, this happened. How many years ago this happened? Uh, last year. Last year. Okay, so it's pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. And you still have a good relationship yeah. with this guy, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. This, He's one of my best friends. I, I hope he picks up the tab when you go out to dinner. Oh, right. Right? I mean, did, did he, like, give you flowers or, you know, a card? Or has he, has he said thank you? He is. He's thanked me many times. And he actually tells stories to multiple people, whoever I, whoever friends that I, he introduces me to that I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, this is, this is Chloe. She's, she's a girl that saved my life. And, you know. But this is um, a situation, Chloe, where you should probably sit down with him and go, look. I've got rent, <laughs> and I need you to pay it for the next two years. No, no. You, you wouldn't even have the opportunity no. to pay my rent if it weren't for me and my thumb. She's being generous. You're right. <laughs> you could ask for a lot more. I need you to follow me around and play music, like an intro song, everywhere I go. Just something that yeah. I think that he owes you. Is he? Did, did some he, grand gesture. Yeah, some grand gesture. Did he overly try to thank you, or did he play it cool like my, my girl Chloe saved my life? Or is he like, I can't repay you, and he keeps doing things for you? 
It's a combination of both. Does he ever ask you to just hold him and maybe let you let him suck your thumb just for old time's sake? Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> the taste of your thumb no, Chloe. That would be one of the books. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Does it get annoying when he overkills it with you? Um Come on, be it honest. It did in the beginning, but but it's kind of tapered off. Like we we know where we stand with each other, so you know, we're But you seem okay. you seem like a very humble woman. Where if you're at a party or you have some friends over and this dude is just constantly putting you over, Chloe saved my life. Chloe's thumb tastes amazing. Chloe's the best. <laughs> Chloe this, Chloe that. It would it would get on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's exactly the, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show. It's exactly what Nelson did to me on Friday night at Sky River Casino. Yeah. He spilled the drink on the table and he just could not let it go. He's like, oh, Bailey's mad at me. Marlon from San Francisco's mad at me. The other dude's mad at me. The other dude's mad. Like, nobody's mad at you, bro. Just relax. We're just irritated yeah. with you. We're laughing at you. Yeah. All right, Chloe, thank you yeah, for at listening. Some point, yeah. At some point, just let it go. So Exactly, right? some point, let it go. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're not busy on Friday, come on out to Sky River Casino. We'll do the show out there. Love to meet you. Uh, maybe get you Aftershock awesome. tickets or something, all right? Sounds awesome. All right, guys. All right. Have a great show. You too. Thanks. We'll see you. I got to tell you, the class of people that call and the listener here is absolutely amazing. Yeah, they're all so nice and they so well-spoken and they got great stories. <laughs> I love them. We're, it's almost like it's fake. I got to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> Who are they paying and when does that money run out? I always don't want to let anybody off the phone just because they're, they're so... They're they're just so well spoken. Well, and yeah. you can't possibly bet that we're going to get another one, but they just keep coming. Yeah, we'll get uh, your third round of headlines here in just a minute. No, we're going to play the music now, huh? Okay, that's when fine. You said I figured this is when you wanted it. No, no, that's fine. You can play play me. Pull back. You not want it now? No, that's fine. <laughs> Prepared. Now, you know what? I thought I was going to get yelled at because I didn't play it fast enough and I didn't follow his cue, and now I'm miscued. See, that's the problem. Is he just jumps the gun. Yeah. I would hate to sleep with this guy. Mm, I would hate be, for other reasons, but go ahead. He'd be faster than me. For what other reasons? <laughs> and that's almost impossible. I'm the worst lover out there. Because you sweat profusely. I don't like sweat. And, and during intimate settings, I don't like sweat on me. I don't know that I'm sweating in that. Says, what am I doing? I'm not working that hard. I don't get to whip up you and sweat. You sweat getting out of the bed. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't work that hard. You got to work a, up a sweat. That's a, I'm not good enough to sweat. <laughs> Bro, I hear you. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. That's been a dream of mine since a kid to have movie sex. You know, everybody's sweating. I'm like, I just don't have it in me. Not a chance to pass out. <laughs> Is there a cardio class I can take or something to prepare me for this? My wife for 10 years is just like, oh, this is what it's going to be. I guess I just got to stick with it. It's like an old car. I love the old car. It just doesn't run right. All right. Third round of headlines. Uh, two big stories from today. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you what request on live TV was ignored and how a war reenactment went south. All right. Here we go. Uh, headlines here in just a second. Hang out. It's the BS on 90 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Here we go. The lovely and brilliant Nikki D. Third round of headlines. Good. UCLA star twists his ankle and it's cringy. H5. As soon as he breaks down, they're trying to get a strap. Got it to him really easy and now they foul. Oh, I think he hurt his ankle.
Continuing with the March Madness games, UCLA was going up against Northwestern when one of the players was going for a pass, falls down, and twists his ankle. Well, there was a, a news a sports broadcaster, Brendan Haywood. He was talking to the producer, and he's like, please don't replay it. He doesn't want them to show him falling down again. The producer, three seconds, three seconds later, plays the clip again. He completely ignores him asking. Later, they asked him why he didn't want the producer to play the clip, and he said because it reminded him of an injury he had when he played ball, and he could, like, feel the pain. Well, that's kind of selfish. You know, if he was doing it because I don't think the audience needs to see that, it was, you know, I didn't see it, so I don't know what it looked like. If It was, it didn't look bad to it, me. Like If it was too bad, that's fine. But this dude's like, well, it upsets me. That's what it, he said. It triggers me. <laughs> The world revolves around me. This entire tournament is about me. Don't show it. Producers like, you know, bite it. Exactly. I'm showing it. it. <laughs> because his boss is like, anytime there's an injury, you run it a minimum of three times. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. Right. Exactly. I don't know. There's some injuries that have taken place, like, you know, the Thiesman. Mm-hmm. It was a different day and age. You know, the Thiesman injury. You didn't need to replay that. Uh, Damar Hamlin most recently. The DeMar Hamlin, absolutely, hands down, without a doubt. I thought the way that they handled that, the broadcast team, was really good. And they did not, because they didn't know what happened. Right, So they, they definitely didn't replay it. Well, they did once, because that's what you do. You you know, this is what happened on the play. Mm-hmm. But they didn't realize, that he was still down. Oh, right, right, right. So when they figured it out, they're like, they didn't, they didn't play it again. I thought that was a good move. That was very respectful. You know, we, we don't need to see that again. No. You know, I mean, there's too much violence on TV. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, if, like, if you want the worst horror film ever, just turn on the news. They'll show dead bodies on the side of the road. And now they got them online, even where people are showing them uncensored. Yeah, can't Ugh. stand it. Ugh. Never have positive vibes with all the negative stuff in front of your face, right? All right, uh, next headline. A Civil War diehard gets shot, H6. Hold on, is that real audio from there? Yes, that's real audio. Because groups of people go out every year and they reenact the Civil War. All across the country this takes place. We know. So recently, this guy in his 20s, they were out, Riverside, California, reenacting the Civil War. And somebody shot something out of a projectile that went into his leg. Now, it wasn't a live round. Um, He didn't didn't die or anything like that. He doesn't have life-threatening injuries. But because they were out there doing this, he got shot. So they didn't arrest anybody. Well, they took him to the hospital. He's fine. I, I don't think those guns had live rounds. Well, I think it was like you put a lead ball uh-huh. in it, and, and whatever was in it was just something that shot out of the barrel. Live rounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is that guy here with the AK 47? <laughs> he wasn't in the Civil War. Have you ever noticed that the Civil War is the only war people reenact? Nobody he reenacts is. Vietnam. You know, it's like, oh, let's go out to the Vietnam reactment, reenactment and watch it. Nobody says that because there's not one. That, World War One, World War Two, Gulf yeah, War. No, you never see that. Nobody says, let's redo the trenches in France. No, but you know what's interesting about World War Two is World War Two is is the only thing that like these first person shooter video games can go back to because nobody can get mad if the bad guys are Nazis. So, like, if you try to make a modern war game and then you're eliminating half the people on the planet because you're going, oh, are you making people who are maybe Arabic seem like the bad guys? Are you making the Russians the bad guys? 
Everybody hates Nazis, so they can always go back and make video games of World War II, like they only reenact the Civil War. Yeah, the forced political correctness, mm. like in when they redid Red Dawn, which they should have never done, oh but God, originally yes. it was supposed to be North Korea. Uh-huh. And somebody, like North Korea said, I'm mad. So they changed it to, I don't even know what they changed it to. Yeah, but look at the last time North Korea and Hollywood came head to head. Seth Rogen with the interview? Yeah, right. <laughs> supposed so, to start World War Three or something. One's bitten twice shy. And you can't, that's why action figures don't, or action uh, movie stars, you know, like the, the Stallone. Who's, who do they, they fight? They can't fight anybody. They're running out of people to fight. The only people to fight are us, right? <laughs> like if you had a Rambo today, he's not fighting the Russians. Mm-mm. He's oh. definitely not being trained by the Afghanis. Right. Nope. Nope. So, so he's got to fight. He's got uh, soccer moms. He's, he's got to fight, fight protesters or something like that. Okay. Have to do something silly. Uh, is this Kai and Wilton? Yes, Kai. Yeah. I, I guess this is Save a Life uh, Monday on the BS, which is totally cool. I guess I, I should throw this out here. If a lot of lifesavers. Well, here's the thing that we're, we're we're realizing is that a lot of our listeners have saved lives, and these conversations and these phone calls have been generated by Nikki D not saving a life. Listen. Just a very odd <laughs> I called situation to be in. I did something. You did nothing. You called 911 second. No, no I they called. They said they already heard the report. <laughs> All right, 916-909-0985 if you'd like to participate in I Saved a Life Monday here on the BS. There's only one person not participating, and that's Nikki D. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just hope and pray you don't get hit by a bike. I mean, hit by a car while you're on your bicycle in front of her car. I'll call 911. She'll just call me. And Jason, yes. Kai and Wilton, you're up first. Don't go anywhere. Uh, I got a couple minutes to kill. We'll be back and take your phone call. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back to Save a Life Monday on the BS. I guess that's what we're going to call it. Yeah. Kai and Wilton, you're saving lives, aren't you? Yeah, well, it was a couple of years ago, but yeah, we did. It's okay. There's no, like, there's no time frame, like, when you have not saved a life. Right, what is it? <laughs> Was that the status? uh, Statute of limitations. Statute, yeah, thank you. There's no statute of limitations (laughs) on bragging about saving a life. Uh, Nikki D's the only one that hasn't. She just watched the guy get hit on the bicycle (laughs) and did nothing, but we're finding out from you guys, you're awesome. You're saving lives left and right. We've got just superheroes in our audience. So, what's your story, Kai? Well, this is another seizure story. Um, it was six of us. Like I said, it was a couple of years ago. We we're in a place uh, up by a ski resort called Purgatory in Colorado. Yeah, Purgatory. Anyway, um, one of the guys, and he wasn't an asthma. I mean, uh, he he didn't have seizures. He uh, he started having one though, and uh, we thought at first it was well, we thought he was messing around. Yeah. But it kept going and going, and um, actually he started choking. It sounded like so. One of my friends tried to put well put his finger in his mouth and almost got it bit off. Yeah. Uh, got it pulled out. I think I'm not sure if it was a wallet or a belt, but the the uh, the leather thing does work because he stuck you know something in his mouth stopped him from swallowing it or yeah. biting it. Um, anyway, for 35 minutes, this guy seized, and uh, it took about I think it was around 25, maybe a little bit longer, but 25 minutes for the ambulance to get there. Oof. Did he live? Oh yeah, he's okay. uh, yeah. he's actually really not. Um, too bad off in the head either i mean he was for a little while there he was in the hospital for like a week but um so is he like forever grateful to you guys oh he uh he talks about every time we're having uh, a few beers sitting around and there's you know new people around they they hear the story does it get annoying after a while like dude we get it we did it. it's fine 
at first he he would do he was it was like everything that um he could possibly do he would uh-huh. like, oh, oh let me pick up that uh whatever for you or you know <laughs> i'll even come to work and do your work for you like no 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 it's all right no <laughs> yeah it actually it did get kind of annoying yeah i guarantee there's somebody in your fella group that took advantage of this and was like man he's offering like of course he can nope. pay my mortgage. Why not? Yeah. Robbed it. Rob. <laughs> yeah. That son of a bitch, Rob. <laughs> Robbed it. I know he did. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, you're in Wilton, so you're not far from uh, Sky River Casino. So on Friday, come on out. We'd love to meet you. We'll be there 3 to 7. We're going to be in the what? The 32 Brew Street. 32 Brew Street. So come on out. Oh, we okay. got Aftershock tickets, BS tumblers, and... You know, we're new to town, so we're just trying to meet as many people as possible. You're a good dude. All right, Kai? Right on. All right, bro. We'll see you. Thank you very much. Again, nice guy. Great story. I would, If I'm Nikki D, I'm feeling horrible right now. I don't feel like horrible. Like, there was somebody that just fell off, but uh, they, they had somebody dead in their uh, the apartment complex. I'm guessing the conclusion of that story was they came back to life because they gave him CPR. <laughs> no. He just reported it. He said he reported it to the police because of the smell, and they were able to go in and find out that a person had been dead in there. Nobody knew. Let me ask you this. Do you wish that you would have done it differently? Because that's usually the, the problem, right? You're in a situation <laughs> like this. Something happens. You do whatever it is you do, and then you second guess. No, I don't wish I would have done anything differently. I've never well, that's witnessed arrogance. a person get hit by a yeah. car. I did not know what to do. I definitely, even now, I don't want to jump out of my car and go get hit by a car trying to pull somebody out of the road. You're so stubborn. It's okay to admit it. Like, if I'm you, I'm sitting there going, I would have done this whole thing differently. Uh-huh. This, this was, now, I know for a fact, now, this is more of a guy thing than it is a female thing, but guys have the superhero mentality. We think, you know, trust me, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't put myself in a bank robbery saving the day. I know you do. You know how I, you know how I am. I'm always looking for the end of the world, the apocalypse. I'm, all, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm right there. And I've got zero survival skills. Like, I won't stay at a hotel unless it's got a lobby. So I'm bougie. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it. But I like to think... You think you're a survivalist. That I'm a survivalist. If it came down to it, you're eating the caterpillar for the protein, and you know that's the best source of it. And and yeah, and I'm going to, before I eat the caterpillar, I'm going to say I saw it all naked and afraid. <laughs> and that would be my training. I mean, Nelson, you saw my survival. Yeah, listen, I was wondering, we're getting ready to go to Sky River, Nikki D, mm-hmm. and we're loaded up into the truck, and he's just about to sit down, and he goes, no, hold on. And I'm like, what? For what? And he bolts. He's gone. Leaves the door open, hanging open. He's inside doing God knows whatever. He comes out with water that he is now transferring into another jug that seals itself in the truck. <laughs> I just had to get my water. I was like, you couldn't have just brought the cup? It's not for the ride. <laughs> what does that mean? I, I didn't sound like that. It's like I'm Liam Neeson. So, and then he cocked a shotgun. <laughs> no, no, no. What? It, we, he didn't get the whole story straight. Guys, come on. Somebody does this, please. So I'm a dipper, right? So I need as many empty water bottles as possible. Oh, I know about that. I collect that. them. And I have some. And casinos are great because they give you free water bottles. And they're like little grenade ones, and they're perfect to like hide in your pocket. Anyway, so I've, I had one in the back uh, of my truck, and there was a, like half. It was a little bit of water left in it. So I just transferred it. I have this like Under Armour thermos. Mm-hmm. I just transferred it in there. And Nelson looks at me like, that's weird. Why didn't you just dump it out or right. chug it? And I told him, I said, this is going to sound very odd. And I was dead serious because I am serious. This is a true story. I said, it, it, I'm always looking for, like if I'm driving down the road 
and I see this big flash in the sky or I've got to run to the mountains or, you know, flash in the sky. people are parachuting from commercial jetliners or whatever the case may be. Everything, every little thing counts. Like underneath the back seat of my truck, I have a, a snack pack. So you keep that water in your truck all the time? Yeah, because you got to hydrate. There's only so many days you can go without water. <laughs> because now he's already measuring the end of days in drops of water. Wow. So he saves it instead of just uh-huh. drinking it. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. What is baby. happening right now? Okay, so you have water in your truck. The world's going to come to an end. What else do you have in there, though? You have a knife? Yeah. Well, I can't divulge that. Oh, fair. I, oh. But I, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> So have, you can only divulge. Do you have the water. knife that when you flip it over, you can unscrew it? It's got like a match in the bottom and then the, the Rambo. So it's got the needle and the thread so you can sew up wounds. And then also I can cut a tree. <laughs> it's, got the, it's got the metal teeth wire. Yes, it's got the teeth. And it's got the paracord. <laughs> it's not funny. This is all true. It's sad, actually. It's not sad. It is. You would have no idea what to do. That's not wh- in an apocalypse. All you would know how to do is drink the water. No, that's not true. You would true. know how to do anything else. What else could you do? I can do a lot of things. Can you make fire with no light, no lighter? Uh, that would be a challenge. But I have, but I have the um, flint. You have flint, then you won't even need to worry about it. Then all you need is a little uh, uh, kindling. And I've seen Castaway. He's seen Castaway, so that's going to help you. You know what you got to add? I watched this video the other day. You dig the the fire, you dig a little hole, and you build the fire down in it. Yeah, that's Castaway. That's what he did. Is that what it, then the people can't, who are stalking you, though, who are stalking Rambo in the woods, then the flame doesn't cast a large light, so you Correct. can hide, too. Exactly, yeah. That's why you only <laughs> shoot once when you're hunting deer. Oh, and I've never gosh. hunted deer, nor do I have... Nor do I want to hunt deer. Like those pictures of people with their kids and the deers and the tongues are out. It drives me insane. But if I had to. If I, I had, say if it was into the world, though. I, I'd eat a person. That's all you got to be able to eat. You <laughs> wouldn't eat a person. I, the hell I wouldn't. I, <laughs> I would eat a juicy ass in a second. Like, a, like the, the oh, ass, well marbled. The ass cheek, like mm, in a live. Yes. That's what they did. They ate the ass cheek. <laughs> I've watched so many. So here's the thing. Like if you were to talk to a real survivalist, they have, I guarantee they have like go-to movies. And any guy watching these go-to movies always puts themselves in this scenario. So I've seen them all. You know, I mean, the Rambos, the Alives, the Naked and Afraid, and stuff like that. I, I, if I had to put myself in that spot, I could. But if I had to choose, even if it were the end of the world, I'd much rather stay in an RV with electricity. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't we all? Glamping. Yeah, I would, gl- I would glimpocalypse. Glimpocalypse. <laughs> KRXQ and KRXQ HD1 Sacramento. We are always free on the Odyssey app. It is 98 Rock. Your phone number 916-909-0985. You're listening to the BS, and we appreciate you doing that. Um, a survivor mentality is a frame of mind that promotes self-empowerment and a person's ability to overcome a traumatic event. Did you know that? That's a definition. I just didn't know that. that. Yeah. I like, Where's this? Is this from the Bailey School of Thought? Right. Or I don't know. You get it's it from Webster. Somebody, somebody sent it to me. Oh. Focusing on the ability to survive rather than being a victim can help prevail over life's challenges instead of being held back or defined by them. Hmm. That reminds me of the girl in the movie who they, they're mauled by the bear and she survived. True story. Now, I feel like if I was in a situation like that where my life's in danger and I have to survive in the middle of nowhere, then I would probably try to push through. I fought wildlife. What wildlife did you fight? Oh, what story do you want? Uh, actual wildlife animal is the story I want. Okay, I'll Not tell you. flies and bugs I'll and tell whatever. you. 
So one of the most venomous snakes in the world was hiding uh, in by our new house at the time. This was years ago. There was a new community. Mm-hmm. One of the most venomous snakes in the world. A cobra? Just, no. Okay. We don't have cobras here. <laughs> and I get home, and I sense where it's at. Oh, you just got out of your truck and said, oh. I could feel it. And so I see it, and I notice that it is now a threat to my family at the time. And I have to obviously take it head on. I'm not going to walk away from this fight. <laughs> so I went and got a shovel. Okay. And okay. I was able to, it was in the garage. I was able to get this extremely venomous snake out of my garage, and it's striking at me. I mean, it's coming at me. I mean, they, they say, you know, they're, they're, they're not predators or whatnot, but this thing, he got up on its legs and started coming at me. Oh, okay. well, now and snakes have legs. He was, he was so mad that he was striking, hitting the iron or steel from the shovel, and it was going ting, ting, like almost, I think I saw a spark actually at one time. <laughs> and because I'm quick and I have that kind of ninja skill set, I'm, you know, bam, dan, up and down and left and right, blah, blah. And then finally so I see- So you're doing hand-to-hand combat with a snake. Yeah, and finally I see my time to strike, and I decapitate it. Now, granted, it was a pygmy rattlesnake, and they're only about six inches long. But this thing, if it would have gotten a hold of me, that would have been the death to the kid. Why did I believe this man all the way up until the ting, ting, ting? Like, I was seriously, my mouth agape, looking at this guy like, I cannot believe. Thank God you were there. You're fighting off wildlife. And then he said ting, and I go, son of, he got me again. He did. Uh, five basic survival skills. Number one, fire. Fire is the king of survival techniques. Which you already said you don't know how to light. But you get a good idea of, you have the basic idea, don't you, you know? Oh, I, I, if I if I were in this situation, I totally could do it. And, and if not, I would just go to the campground next and have, <laughs> borrow some of their fire. Okay. Somebody else, I'm not the only person surviving the end of the world. There's somebody else that's going to have a fire and is willing to share their fire. So now you're depending on what somebody else I might be you. able to do. Okay, what's so, next? If in, ca- if, in fact, I don't get to the fire, yes. <laughs> you won't. Shelter. Totally can do shelter. You know I could do, I could make a really nice house. But look, this is the end of the world. So you're not going to have your fancy tools and drills. You got to make shelter with little to nothing. Yeah. How are you doing that? Well, where am I at? Give me a scenario. Say you're literally in the middle of the woods. In All the, you have okay. is what, trees what? and, oh, and tree bark. That's cheap. Mode. Oh, that's easy. Oh, well, I'm obviously doing it elevated Okay. to get off the ground. Okay. So I would find a nice tree with branches that could hold me. And then I, you know, there's no palm fronds here, but I'm sure I could find. I Well, I would get whatever greenery I could get and weave Oh, so you're not a weave? It's a weave motion. Yeah. I can okay. I can weave. You can weave. Well, it's left. I mean, it's not difficult. I can figure it out. Okay, so you're going to figure out how to weave. Yeah, and then, you know, if you don't have a hammer and nails, uh, you know, you could make a hammer from, you know, stone. A rock. Yeah. A rock, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you could just, you know, I don't know what you do for nails, but. Well, at that point, it's going to be a lot of tying, right? Because you're going to be pulling apart plants like tree bark off of saplings turn into the rope that you would need for twine. But here's why that's such a stupid question, because it's the end of the world. Most of the population's gone. There's going to be plenty of houses available. Now, hold on a second. Is most of the population gone, or is the campsite right next to you uh, populated and they've got fire you can borrow? 
There's going to be something available. And all the end of the world stuff, you can't stay in those houses. Look at Zombies wa- are coming. No, look at Walking Dead. They lived in a beautiful community oh, yeah. towards the end. Way more than I could afford, too. I would feel real. Actually, it's an upgrade, the apocalypse, I heard. That stupid kid didn't go in the hole in the tunnel and let him in. Oh, I know. Damn Carl. <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Another survival skill is signaling. Totally could do that. Signal. Now you definitely could signal. I'm going to give you that one. You're good with the hands. You like mm-hmm. to move them fast. Food and water. That's easy. I already have the water. Yeah, he does. Just One get... ounce at a time. Uh, and then first aid. Okay, what are you doing for first aid? Mm-hmm. What do you know how to do? Because you don't well, know CPR. Obviously not CPR. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I can lick a wound. Okay. You're going to lick somebody's wound? Works for dogs. I would find a dog. You okay? There are no dogs. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. I just heard the dog bark. Find dog. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. His collar says Fido. Okay, so just bear with me. Where's it at again? Fido, lick that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think you're being a little bit arrogant with the thing that happened last night. I, you have to be going back in your mind, saying that you would do something different. There's very few things in life that we experience, especially of that magnitude of seeing somebody's life almost taken in front of you where you could have done something. There's no question about that. And you did absolutely nothing. And you're trying to tell me that there's nothing you would have done differently. That's arrogance. Stop saying I didn't do nothing. I called 911. I did something. Now, did I jump out of my car and go run into traffic? No. That was not safe to do. But he's in front. I don't understand where you're running in traffic. Isn't he in front of your car? He's in front of my car. Nobody's coming the other way. Yes, they are. He's in front of my car, but traffic from the other side, they got the green light. And it's as if they didn't see the wreck happen and the car started coming. There was nothing. I mean, I I couldn't jump up and run in front of another car. I mean, you could have. I mean, in that moment, you would be protecting a downed human being. There was a. Another story. Years and years ago, there was a car that flipped over on the other side of the road. In front of you? Huh? In front of you? No, on oh. the other side of the okay. median. It was like 2 o'clock. We we're trying to go to a strip club. This was back in my college days. And this station wagon flips over. I get out of the car, run across the street. You know, there's traffic. I dodge traffic mm-hmm. and start pulling people out of the back of the car. I remember pulling this girl out of the back of the car and her legs were like spaghetti. Oh. Oh, Jason. Yeah. God in heaven. And, and then we just left and stuff. But I ran across traffic is my point. She can run across traffic. She's just being arrogant. I had a guy, I put my. Yeah. I put a Jeep on its side and spun it around. I thought I had flipped it. The, the accident was so violent. But by the time my Jeep was going 80 miles an hour to the time it was done moving and it had fallen back on all four of its tires, mm-hmm. there was already a man at my window seeing if I was okay in like the ditch. Have you thought about this as karma? Karma for what? What you did to me on Saturday. What did I do to you? Filmed me at the nail salon when us girls went out to get our toes done. (laughs) That was payback. That wasn't karma. You filmed me at the restaurant first. You started it. Yeah, but I didn't see anybody get hit by a car. So obviously the karma gods didn't find a problem with my my video. There wasn't a problem with my video I was snoring. I fell asleep at the nail salon. We went and got us girls. It was a girl's day out. So me and Nikki went out and we got our toes done. <laughs> we did. And uh, fan- fantastic job by these people. And, and I'm getting the extra massage. I was tired. Fell asleep, started snoring. She fills me and all the ladies in there, because I was the only guy, shocker. 
All the ladies in there are laughing at me. I wake up and they're all staring at me laughing. <laughs> they were chuckling so hard. Yeah, but it's like a cute little snore. No, 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 no. This was loud. This was loud. It was a little embarrassing. Because at first I didn't hear the initial because it was kind of low. Then he did that. <laughs> that. that Jarting Pac-Man. And I said, oh, my God, I got to film this. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. She she was mad. I don't know if she was mad. She was irritated. So we, uh, I had to go buy the furniture store because I purchased some furniture. And she needs to find some furniture for a new apartment. And so I was like, well, look where I bought this furniture. And there's another place next door. It's reasonably priced. You know, I've got a lady there now. And she's, she's fantastic. And uh, so we go over there. And she's like adamant about buying her furniture at big lots she loves big lots she won't stop talking about it uh yeah you right and dress it up she goes don't worry about it i'll dress it up and you won't even know yeah she just can't stop and i said i go okay so back in the like in the 90s when i was in college uh. that was the go-to furniture for your your dorm room or fraternity room there's not one of you listening right now uh. that if you went to college in the 90s you didn't have sex on that giant yes gray chair that had like the marble pink and blue swirl it was in every college dorm room and or fraternity house and that was the that was the sex chair right i mean that was you would just walk into a place and somebody would be having it was like because it was extremely comfortable and no one cared if it got messed up Right, because it was comfortable but cheap. And it's from Big Lots, right? It's from Big Lots, and I keep telling Nikki D, I'm like, if you get these furniture at Big Lots, I can't come over to your house because it's going to look like that. Yeah, I am not getting furniture at Big Lots. That's, that's got a, PTSD. That's a, it's Saturday. I was just telling everybody while you're trying to answer phone calls, but I know. I, I, I they, 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 uh, we went furniture shopping, and, and you're like, man, I'm getting my stuff at Big Lots. I did not say that. I stepped out of this room for one second, and he lies on me. I'm not getting furniture. Did you not Big say Lots. that? Yes. I think she said it in front of both of us. Yes, no, she I, said it in front of both of us. Oh, wow, Nelson. Okay, we were Jordan. going to the library. Podcast. I never said I was. Did you not say something about? Did you not say something about? We could get it. Just dress it up, and you won't even know that it's big lots. Yes, I said a friend of mine has done that. And there's nothing you won't wrong with know it. A there's friend. N- there's nothing wrong. A friend of mine. Hold on. By the way, there's nothing wrong with big lots. Okay. There isn't no. nothing. I'm just telling you that every single person that went to college in the '90s for sure has had sex on big lots furniture. Oh my gosh. That's just. It's a fact. It's not even my opinion. And now if you get that chair, it'll be like doing it in a time machine. No, I'm not going uh-huh. to Big Lots. I don't want to be in a time machine. <laughs> I'm well past being a college kid. I'm buying real furniture. Listen, Listen I didn't know the touch of a woman till I was 20, so I have not had the opportunity to have that adventure. So if you buy the chair, I'll just rent some space from you. No, you definitely won't. <laughs> not in my house. Have, have Nelson babysit your dog and come over and be like, uh-huh. Bailey was right about this chair. <laughs> <laughs> and that's crazy how we remember the pink and blue marble swirl. That's crazy. What's wrong with both of y'all? <laughs> All right, 916-909-0985. Uh, very sad, but yet very happy to see Bruce Willis at a 68th birthday party over the weekend and his entire family plus extended family was there. If you don't know what's going on with uh, Bruce Willis, we'll kind of update you on that, but there's video of it. So it's, uh, it's like bittersweet because, you know, there's like what a handful of action heroes that are the best of all time. 
Yes. And if you don't throw Bruce Willis into that conversation, something's wrong with you. John McClane, I mean, he's just awesome. Well, and his characters were the believable action figure or action heroes. It wasn't aliens coming down from space, except, you know, he was in one space movie. Otherwise, he was just a hard-nosed detective trying to do right. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> space movie. Leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> Don't know when I'll be back again. Yeah. 916-909-0985. We'll get you that audio. I'll tell you that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I can't believe I'm still dealing with this internet company. Are you serious? I, ca- I cannot believe it. What do they need now? They just texted me again and said they shipped the stuff. And for some reason, they, they don't know that the, the my address is it's way or drive, and, and I can't figure it out. I was talking about this earlier. And, uh, yeah, so they I was like, don't, no, stop. So I'm talking to some. And, again, they're asking me questions I'm already answering on this text, this text customers. It's driving oh, me insane. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're not getting that equipment. Well, I don't know because it's going to Modesto. There's no way you're getting it. I don't want it. That's what I'm saying. Stop because what's going to happen is it's going to go there and I'm not going to have it and they're going to charge me for it. They are. That's what I'm trying to avoid. But these people, I mean, like really not smart. Listen, I will. This is what you get when you outsource customer service. Yes, I agree. Every single time. It is the worst practice that we have as Americans, as business owners, outsourcing customer service. It is the death to your business. Really, it is. You should stop it immediately. Just my two cents. Anyway. I'll drive to Modesto for you and pick up the package off of this guy's porch so you're not on, like, the ring camera. You're just going to wait for it to be delivered? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that for you. I'll take the hit on the ring camera, and then Crime Stoppers will post my picture all over. So the, the top uh, action heroes of all time, you go uh, Sylvester Stallone. Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And who am I missing? The Rock. Eh, I, yeah, I'm a Rock fan, but yeah, not of all time. And I don't even say Jason Statham either. Really? You would yeah. not put Jason Statham on that list? No. Um, I'll give, uh, what about uh, Christian Bale? No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He An played Terminator. Hero? He played Batman. He played. No, no, not even close. There, those are the three. There's nobody I mean, else. That was a Terminator. There's, there's no one else. Uh, Jean-Claude? Jean-Claude. Okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme. We'll there you there. go. Okay. I was trying to think of the karate. Who, who did it karate? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jean-Claude, Chuck Norris. Yep. Got, now we just go through the expendables. Basically, right. yes. Chuck Norris. And that's it. Okay. Anyway, with that being said. Bruce Willis, at 68 years old, has been diagnosed with dementia. And this is a very, very sad disease. It is. Uh, I've had people that are very close to me go through it, and you literally just watch the life out of a once vibrant person disintegrate. It is the saddest thing you could possibly say. And he turned 68, and they had a birthday party. And since this diagnosis... Uh, Bruce Willis has been kind of out of the public eye. There's a couple people like that that we haven't seen. Um, Jack, is it Nicholas? I always get it mixed up. Uh, Nicholson. Nicholson. Haven't seen him. Um, Gene Hackman. Haven't seen him. All these guys are deteriorating. It's sad for whatever reason. But they had a birthday party, and you know he's got this kind of odd extended, I don't want to say odd, but just different extended family where he's got his wife, very beautiful girl. She's like a British model, I think, at one time. Yes. And then his ex-wife, who he still has an awesome relationship, which is Demi Moore, mm. 
and then they have kids, mm-hmm. and they're all over. I'm assuming Bruce Willis's house. And yeah, Demi same- just moved back in Demi- to his house. Demi Moore, she just moved back into the Bruce Willis's house with his now wife and all of their kids, and they're just all staying there together oh, to like offer him the most sad. love and support possible. Is that weird? I mean, to the outside person looking in, you might feel like it is. But for for their family dynamic, it works. So I wouldn't call it weird if it works for them. Because during the lockdown, they all stayed together. They did. Yeah. They did. And it, initially, it was just her, him, and the kids. His wife wasn't there. His wife later then came. But she was in lockdown. lockdown in the UK, right? I don't know where she was, but she wasn't with them. So it was just him, Demi, and their kids initially. I wonder now, if they're swingers. That was weird. You think they're swingers? Or they were? I don't think they're swingers. Oh, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of swinging going on <laughs> in, this, in this state. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know. I Not know. that I'm into that, but I know. Seen a lot of upside down pineapples, have you? A lot of them. I've just heard stories. You know. Anyway, you, you play some audio for the, the <laughs> birthday party. Happy birthday. And he's just frail, and he's wearing a big scarf, and you could tell that he's lost a lot of weight. And I don't even know what he said there when he was talking. He said, just like that dog, like how they were singing, like he was trying to, like, just like that dog. And then when he got ready to blow out the cake, he said, right at it. Like, he got it right on on target. My high school football coach, which was like a father figure to me, he died of dementia. And I didn't know it until he had late stages of it. And his daughter had gotten a hold of me and said, you know, dad's going through this. And, you know, if you could, he still talks about you after all these years. I'm like, really? And she's like, and and I remember it was a rainy day and I was in the parking lot of Lowe's and she asked me to do a video. And so he could, you know, see it, it, feel it, you know, because his time was coming to an end. Mm -hmm. And I remember I shot this video and I get out of the car, and it's pouring rain, and I start walking into Lowe's. And I always park, like, at the farthest I can in the parking lot. And I'm walking in, and I get to the door, and by the time I get to the door, I'm just drenched in tears. Aww. And I remember a listener of mine turns to me and was like, hey, Bailey, how you doing? I'm like, dude, not right now. He looks uh-huh. at my face. He's like, whoa. <laughs> like, why didn't you just stay in the car, dummy? Why right, would, get what? it out. I don't think I knew I was crying until like I got there, but I thought it was just raindrops. <laughs> you know? Well, he does it so so few and far between. He is very much Ismo. It's 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 very sad because you know, I don't do well with death just in general. I always have a huge problem, even if it's somebody like Bruce Willis. I grew up with Bruce Willis. Die Hard's one of the best movies of all time. The franchise is awesome. Right, all of them are great. Mm-hmm. Every movie Bruce Willis has done that I can think of has been awesome. And now you see these people that I don't want to say idolize. I don't idolize these people, but you've enjoyed their work. It just, and I know why it makes me feel like this. Probably the same reason it makes you guys listen and feel like this. If it does, is because it, it tells you you're getting older, oh. and your time is ticking. Yes. When you start to see people that you grew up with, '80s bands. You know, the 90s bands and when you see those guys kind of pass, usually of drug overdoses, it's for some reason not as, I don't know. Because it was before their well, time. No, it's not going to no, happen it, because to you. Because you, you knew, no, it's because you knew that's what was going to happen. Like you sure. were prepared for it in 92. 
Right, but also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you read the paper, you know that you don't do heroin. So you're not going to have your name in a headline where I did too much heroin. But with a dementia or an early onset, you hear of Alzheimer's, and then you go, God, I went to high school with that person, or that person was famous when I was growing up, and we're the same age. Then it starts, like he said, it's re- uh, like Bailey said, it's reinforcing your uh, your mortality. Here's their 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 get up. Demi and Bruce, which I mean, Demi and Moore, <laughs> uh, share three daughters: Rumor, Scout, and Tallulah. All right, they were there. Mm-hmm. He has been married to his current wife Emma for thirteen years. Yep, she's young. She is young, and she's mm. beautiful, gorgeous. They have two children: Mabel and Evelyn. And those are little babies. Right, I feel so bad for them. They were there. And then there are some dudes there, too. Might like probably boyfriends and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one of the daughters is pregnant. Yeah. Oh, one of them yeah. is pregnant. Did you see that the, the pregnant daughter tried to do a high five? Yes. And he left her hanging? Yeah, he, he didn't uh. see it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you give, him a, you give him a break. Yeah, of course. If it were anybody else, the headline would be, Dad blows off daughter at <laughs> birthday celebration. <laughs> if he didn't have dementia, the, the, the headline would be, Bruce Willis hates daughter, blows her off with <laughs> I-5. <laughs> he was focusing on the cake and stuff. He I was know. excited. It was very nice to see. At least see him happy and smiling. Yeah. All right. Uh, fourth round of headlines. Two big stories from today. That's how we set it up. Nikki D, what you got for us? I'm going to tell you where a meteorologist collapsed and what strange item was smuggled into the country. All right. We'll get you those two stories here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Hi right, there, Nikki D. Fourth and final round of headlines. Go ahead. A meteorologist has a health scare live, age seven. Meteorologist Alyssa Carlson, she joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. You know, we're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. That happened Saturday on KCAL News Mornings. Meteorologist Alyssa Carlson, they were doing a live broadcast. They were shooting it over to her. Her eyes rolled in the back of her head, and she literally fell off her chair onto the ground. So when you hear the lady say, oh, no, not again, you know, she was thinking maybe that she's kind of joking about the weather, Mm -hmm. saying something bad's coming, and then they realize that she's not joking. She has literally fallen out. Um, Since then, uh, Carlson has texted and said that uh, she she put up a post on social media and said that thanks for all the calls and texts and Wells wishes and that she's doing okay. She apparently has a heart condition. CBS Los Angeles is the station that she was on. So the way that they handled it, obviously a lot better than how Nikki D handled her situation <laughs> because a, you, we've seen this happen before and whoever is working with the person that's fainted or fallen or whatever, they, 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 they just don't know what to do. They panic. You lock up and they're like, well, how, I don't know. Are they going to wake up? What do you think? Let's go over to uh, sports and let's talk <laughs> with Hammer Balls. He's going to. Is she okay? Over, you know, and they they just they don't know what to do. These two women behind the desk were extremely uh, ready for this. Like as soon as she felt it, like go to break so we can help her. That's exactly what you do. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't bolt out of their chairs. They still closed their segment out, and then they got you, up. You don't know if they got out of their chair. I guarantee they got out of their chairs. I watched a video. They did not get out of their chairs. On, they said they're going to break. They went straight to break. You didn't see what happened off the air. I didn't see what happened off the air, I, no. Book their uh, producer or somebody <laughs> <Okay>. tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> 
And let's make a dollar bet. Okay. Or no, dinner. Okay. Dinner at Mills. Dinner at Mills. Dinner at Mills. Gosh. All right? <laughs> if they, right when they went to break, got up, if we can prove it, I guarantee they got up. The way they ended that break, I guarantee it. They may have gotten up after the fact, but they didn't do oh. it right away. So now the bet's off. The bet's not off. Oh. They took a second is what I'm saying. They did not get up right away. And probably by the time they went to break, somebody was already over there tending to her. I doubt it. I think those women saved her life. They went over there. They probably carried her to the uh, hospital. No, no, they didn't do that. Yeah, I bet you they did. Put her in fireman's carry. I bet you they did. <laughs> fireman's carry. <laughs> that's, that's a dig at you because you're a fire, a former fire person. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing. Is she's like Navy trained to put out fires, not go stand in traffic when someone gets hit by a car. God, can you imagine serving with her on the USS submarine? Oh, you <laughs> know what? Maybe that's what it is, Jason. And hold on, we got to sink this man about fifty feet underwater, and then I'll know what to do. And you're like in battle, and she's on the deck putting out a fire, and somebody gets burned, and they're on fire. She's gonna sit there and watch him burn. No, I'm not. She's we not. Have... She's not gonna know what to. She's like, I'm only trained to put out fires on uh, non tangible things. That is what I'm trained for. Not on living people. <laughs> Nobody said anything about flesh. Does anybody have a phone I can call 911? I'm here in the Baltic Sea. <laughs> I can't. Anybody get a cell signal out here? <laughs> can I use a hotspot? I can't get anybody on the phone. I did my best. I'm burning. I'm burning. Oh, my gosh. All right, second headline. Forget smuggling drugs. This passenger just wanted snails. H8. Uh, so that is not a plate of escargot. Uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection found these six giant African snails. Oh. This was in Detroit Metro- Metropolitan Airport. Um, somebody coming back from Ghana had these African snails. These snails are about as big as somebody's fist. So imagine a snail laying across your entire hand. Um, these are illegal in the U.S. because they carry disease. You can get meningitis from these snails. And they're horrible for agriculture. So they found it in their luggage. They're thinking the people that brought them back were going to cook them because in Africa they're a delicacy. Yeah, well, that's what I figured. Yeah, but what I want to know is. How much do they cost on the black market? It doesn't say how much they cost on the black market, actually. But I want to know if you go to jail. Like, do you go to jail for smuggling snails snails like you do drugs? That'd be tough. Because it's illegal. You go in there. It's not very tough. That doesn't help your rep. (laughs) What are you in for? Snail smuggling? (laughs) Snail smuggling. And I can't find it anywhere. Like, are these people going to jail? Doesn't tell me. I really want to know that. Yeah, I would think. I mean, if you're trafficking fruit from mexico in the united Mm -hmm. states you know it would be treated kind of like drugs well fruit they'll just throw that away but these snails are like a big deal well i'm saying like i'm saying it's the same thing if it's illegal to traffic it's illegal to traffic but he's saying they'd lock you up for the fruit just as fast as they lock you up for the snails oh no i've seen a lot of people get fruit and food taken from them but snails i don't know yeah well and like the, my cousin's son is in jail right now. I want to get him on the show because I think he got a cell phone. For snails? No, not for <laughs> snails, for drugs. My point yeah. is is that he they've got some strict law down there. Like if you're caught with X amount of whatever. I don't even know the whole story. I just know he's in jail and he texts me from this jail app all the time. But they, they like it's a mandatory three years of hard time. Wow. I think he was selling like a good amount of X or something like that. But that should deter you from wanting to sell drugs if they get stiffer. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a, when I talk to him now, he's like, he's a, 
He's not going to do it again. <laughs> yeah. I bet he won't. <laughs> Scared straight. <laughs> I go, yeah, should have done it in the first place. Haven't you heard of the call it before you do it hotline? Or whatever we call it. <laughs> See, again, a perfect opportunity to have that hotline. If he would have known, he would have called it. Hey, should I sell all these drugs? It's a large amount. No, mm-hmm. do not do that. That's a bad idea. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. We'll finish things up, let you know how you can win Aftershock tickets all this week, how you're going to do it, because I know you want them. We'll do all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate uh, you listening. It's the BS, the Bailey Show here on 98 Rock. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey, Nikki D., Nelson, wrapping things up. I know a lot of you wanted to win the Aftershock tickets earlier this afternoon. I'm sorry that you didn't, but we will have plenty more pairs to give away this week. So make sure you're listening about 3.50-ish. That's when we do our stupid little radio games, right? Tomorrow's stupid little radio game will be a game called Order Up. And let's hope Nelson doesn't screw it up like he did last week. He won't. He won't. He's ready this no, week. I will not. He's been diligently working. Mm-hmm. He has everything together. It's yes. going to go flawless. Are you just making this up? Nope. No, I'm serious. Oh, I've okay. been watching him work. We've talked it over. He's asked me questions. All right. That's fine. I, I believe it's going to go flawlessly. Uh, if anybody will screw it up, it'll probably be me. But I think Nelson. That's will... sweet of you to say, but you know that's not true. No, I'm just saying that. <laughs> And, Very and, nice of you to do that. And, and I'm also trying to win over that lady that was mad at me earlier because I was ribbing you about yeah. spilling the drink at Sky River. Listen, to anyone hearing this, you know, anything he says about or to me, I am completely on board with. So no worries there. And always remember that's the truth. I'm never yes. going to lie to you. It's not fabricated. This is all real stuff. That's what hurts the most, is <laughs> that it's, it's the truth. It's not me. It's no, you. <laughs> oh, I haven't been able to get out of my way ever, so you're I'm right. just telling everybody about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me. Uh, so we'll have Aftershock tickets all this week, and then on Friday, we'll take the show out of the studio and go out to Sky River Casino in Elk Grove and hope you can join us, You know, especially maybe if you're getting off work early or just choose not to go to work and you want to make uh, kind of an early Friday night. Sky River is awesome. We're there Friday night. Uh, it's just an absolutely gorgeous and welcoming casino. It's so nice in there. I like it because it's clean. bright. It's bright and it's clean. I like the machines. The dealers are great, which is part of my, they have to have, you know, anywhere I go and gamble, they got to have a good dealer. So. I almost won $11,000. Oh, my gosh. It was my first time. We mean a slot machine? Yes. I hit the thing. It was one off. And I got five free games, but it was like, ding, 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 ding. I was like, oh, my oh. God. I would have been screaming so loud in there. You and my wife and your slot machines. <laughs> God, so loud. I like them every once in a while. I'll slip into one. I almost went last night, but I got back into town late. She, My wife, I go, honey, why do you keep going to these slot machines? She goes, because I like the ding, 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 ding. I like the noises and the so shiny things, shiny things, shiny things. You know. So we'll have uh, Aftershock tickets all this week. And then on Friday, we'll actually have a couple pair. You know, we'll have some towards the end of the show. I don't know if we'll have extras. Yeah, out, we're checking on that now. Out on location where you can like register to win if you stop on by. All courtesy of Danny Wimmer Presents. And if you do want to purchase them, AfterShockFestival.com. Where are we going to dinner? Um, I think we're going to go to Pete's. Pete's. Not the coffee mm-hmm. spot. The pizza spot. The pizza. It's a pizza spot. Yes. Oh, I could do pizza. So Nikki's upset with me. We went shopping. 
at the uh, grocery store. <laughs> okay. And we go in and we share a cart. Mm-hmm. And I'm st- we're starting, we're, we're trying, because we've been eating out all the time. Sure. And it gets expensive. It does. Yeah, no joke. I get it. We came up with a game plan, though. We're, st- we're still in kind of like this is vacation camp <sighs> mode. So I've got the breakfast stuff taken care of. You know, I've got cereal. So I don't have to eat out for breakfast. Uh, and, and even though I'm scared to turn on our stove, I can't cook eggs. <laughs> so I'm afraid our, our place is going to blow up. I have the hot plate. Okay, well, I'll use your hot plate. And then I was like, well, I'm going to get, you know, some salads and some lunch meat. And I can start mm-hmm. making sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So I made a sandwich for lunch today. So that covers now lunch. I don't have to worry about getting lunch or, you know, if somebody goes next door to a restaurant here. They'll grab me lunch or whatnot. Now it's just the dinner thing. I don't want to cook at this place. Yeah, but oh. we still bought something yesterday that we could eat tonight for dinner. You just don't want to. The chicken? We could eat that chicken. We could eat that potato salad. We, You <laughs> brought 15 salads. I bought three sal- or four salads. I bought 15 salads. There's more than enough food to eat there. But it's like I just want to go out and sit down and have a nice yeah. meal and be served and not have to worry about dishes. And Oh, yes. It's just so much nicer. See, I'm a survivalist. You just want to go out <laughs> and eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I survive in the apocalypse. I just go to a restaurant. I'll find the only other survivor to be a waitress. So bougie. So bougie. That but is it's you. it's important for us being new newbies to town is to experience as many places as mm-hmm. possible. I think we've went to every restaurant here. No, we've just been to Mel's 150 times. Right. Oh my gosh, we <laughs> yeah. have. And I'll go back oh. 150 more. <laughs> uh. They have so much on the menu. It's not like you're even eating at the same restaurant. <laughs> Oh, they don't. Like you could get a hamburger, you could get a chicken club, you could get breakfast, you could get a salad. I just love Mel's. This portion of the BS brought to you by Mel. Mel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Mel's. I love Mel's. I could go oh. there every time, but if you want to experience new places, that's totally fine. Okay. No, it's a place she and I have been to twice because our boss took us there once. So no, we're not experiencing anything new in this town. You are because you won't go anywhere other than Mel's. So this will be a new experience for you. <laughs> That's not true. We went to Chubby's on Saturday. We did. Did so. you like it? She did not. She did not like I, it. I did. I loved it. You know, I, I asked, the, you probably want to know who Chubby is, right? I did want to know who Chubby was. They didn't have time to talk to me. So I, I said- They didn't have time to talk to Jason either. <laughs> so I said to the older gentleman that was taking our money, he looked like the boss, you know? And then there was another, like, kind of middle-aged, fairly older Asian man- Uh-huh. And I figured those two guys were in charge, but they were working very, very hard. Everybody was working very hard. I was like, I got to know who Chubby is. I got to mm. know who Chubby is. Uh, and I, I don't know if I need to explain Chubby's is like a diner. I don't it's know a diner, yeah. Everybody knows that. Or not. So uh, I, I go, who's, who's Chubby? And he points to the skinny Asian guy. And I was like, this like is, this Jason. Is That's how he said it. Jason. I go, yeah, his name is Jason. He goes, Jason. That <laughs> doesn't make any sense. He's skinny. He's not Chubby. He goes, it's either that or I think they named it after Chubby Checker. And I was like. Those are two totally conflicting stories. <laughs> you've you've so confused me, I must come back again and ask the same question to see what happens. And it works. All right. Please follow us on the social media at Listen to the BS on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, get a lot of followers. So thank you for doing that. And the participation is great. We we do post a lot, especially clips from the show. So yes. um at Listen to the BS. Uh, our website thebaileyshow.com you can get the podcast I think we figured it out I and think we figured it out I'm, I'm gonna put them back up again and see what happens as well as the Odyssey app which is a, a fantastic app if you haven't downloaded it yet look have yourself a great and safe 
rest of your evening. We will talk to you tomorrow at 3. And bye.